minus 30 seconds. T minus 20 seconds. You are now tapped into the coolest reptile podcast in the world. Welcome to the Sunday's Trap Talk Reptile Podcast's Holy Gecko Sessions. I'm your boy, MJ. What is good, everybody? It's your first time tapping in. Do your boy a favor. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Smash that notification bell. That way you're on top of every single reptile podcast I drop here on the Trap Talk Reptile Podcast YouTube channel. Um, also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to any audio platforms that you listen to this podcast on uh buzzsprout spotify apple podcast major platforms you could catch this podcast on so no matter where you listen or watch thank you so much i appreciate all the love and support um if you're looking for exclusive content please go down to the very first link you see in the description below um join the trap talk patreon family especially if you want to be be a part of a growing community within the reptile industry a positive growing community um Go down, join the Trap Talk Patreon family. You get a link to the Discord, which will tap you in with over 160 trappers in the building. Um, and man, we're talking about all different types of species, all different types of people who are passionate about these reptiles. And it's awesome to see uh, the family grow by the day. So thank you so much for all the love and support. I love you guys, man. Um, thank you all for all the early birds. I'll get to you guys in just a second. Uh, but you guys know how we uh, get things started here. Shout out to the sponsor, uh, which today today's sponsor is going to be sim container shout out to alex and john over at sim container shout out to alex first and foremost and congratulations for the most recent spencer monitor clutch that he uh just had i think he had 12 eggs that's freaking amazing man i'm a big uh spencer monitor spencer monitors are something i'm, I'm a, <clears throat> really fascinated about i got to see spencer monitors for the first time at Ari Flaggle, uh, Ari, Ari Flaggle's zoo at Rep Reptilandia, um, I believe. And uh, so to know that Alex from Sim Container just had a clutch, I'm super stoked. Um, and just make sure if you guys are into monitors, you guys are following Sim Container because their uh, practices with working with monitors is second to none. Seriously, they're probably the best doing it in the game uh, up there with Brian Waterloo and uh, Mike Stefani. So Go check them out. And then also, if you have eggs, they have this amazing box, which I should have to show you guys. Anita, they're all used up, unfortunately, which, John, I need more boxes. And, John, I'm not the only one who needs SIM containers. I got people out there who need XL SIM containers. If you need an XL SIM container, drop a comment, let me know, and I'll uh, or reach out to you on Instagram. I'm kind of building a list right going because I do have some SIM containers that are coming here soon. So, yes, if you got eggs, put them in a SIM box. Less steps, less stress. If it's a sim, it's a win all day, every day. Shout out to Sim Container. And then also this episode is brought to you by my homie Dougie Fresh over at Ridiculous Racks. Number one lychee breeder in my heart for sure in the game. This fool's game is sick as shit. Height, top-notch quality. But my boy Doug's been working with, passionate about his stuff, and he's all about his 
business. Please go give Doug a follow right now. Ridiculous Racks on Instagram. Let him know your boy MJ sent you. And yeah, man, go follow your boy MJ on Instagram as well. Trap Talk God 619. If you want to see what I have going on, like what's behind me and on the other side of the room and beside me, I got a lot of great projects. I'm really looking forward to this year. Um, I'm also going to get my stuff up and cracking. I, I, I'm really am confident that I am going to drop my, my vlog finally again on Fridays. So I could tell you, you, you can have something to look forward to on my vlog channel. Finally, the trap vlogs on YouTube, go subscribe to the trap vlogs on YouTube right now. Be ready. And I'm going to finally drop a vlog Friday. Okay. I know uh, they get dropped. I believe at 7 45 AM Pacific standard time. Um, and if you follow me on Instagram, I'll give you more uh, notifications on that. So go give me a follow on Instagram and then also go to my website, trap talk, uh, excuse me, trap podcast at, is it trap talk podcast? Who am I tripping? Oh my God. I need to, it's been a long day. Trappodcast.com. Head to trappodcast.com to also stay on top of things and whatnot. It's going to be amazing uh, what I have to come uh, as far as for the vlogging channel. And uh, again, thank you for all the love and support. Early birds. Who's here? Who's ready to get this gecko sessions up and cracking? I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a good episode. Wes. Sunshine State Sulphur's in the building. What's good? Trap Talk Patreon member all day, every day. I appreciate you. Big Jordan in the building. Heartland Reptiles. What is good? Trap Talk Patreon member all day, every day. Levi in the building. FTL Reptiles. Trap Talk Patreon member in the building. The homie Ricky Bobby, my boy Shane in the building. Trap Talk Patreon member. Team Zoo Dreams. My dog right here. Eclipse in the building. Sweden's finest. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Thanks for being here. Trap Talk Patreon member all day, every day. The homie Big Will in the building. 217 Pythons. What is good? Thanks for tapping in. Appreciate you so much. Slithery Serpents in the building. What's up, buddy? Thanks for tapping in. By the way, Will's a Trap Talk Patreon member all day, every day. The professor of the Trap Talk Patreon family, my boy, Jacob Letterbetter Fetter. Please tap in with my boy, Jacob, on, on Instagram. He just had an episode on, oh my God, my mind just went blank. What podcast were you just on, Jacob? I can't. I'm so sorry. I don't know why my mind's <clears throat> missing out. But if you go follow Jacob on Instagram, hit him up. Say, hey, Jacob, were you just on a podcast? He'll send you the link, give you all that good stuff. My boy is a force to be reckoned with. Do not sleep on my boy, Jacob Letter, Better Fetter. I'm telling you right now. Uh, look at Bubba in the building. What's up, Bubba? Thanks for tapping in. Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a sick homie right here. Uh, he's only not far from me at all. But thanks for being here, Bubba. Homie David in the building. Skelly Crew in the building. What's up? Thanks for tapping in. The homie Chip Indo in the building. What's up, Chip Indo? You happy I'm following you now? I'm just kidding. Why are you private, though? Seriously, that's kind of suspect. We'll talk more. Go get my boy Chip into a follow if he accepts you. He's private. Uh, he's also a Trap Talk Patreon member, so I appreciate that. Will Wildcard. I almost called you Will Card. Wildcard Gecko's in the building. What's up? Thanks for being here. Uh, let's see. Oh, the homie Brandon Wheeler. B. Wheeler in the house. Morelia House in the building. What's up, buddy? Thanks for being here. And we have the sponsor of tonight's episode in the building showing all the love and support as OGs do in this game. Not all of them, but this guy does. Thank you for being here, Doug. Appreciate it. Tim Martin in the building. What's up, Tim Martin? Thanks for being here. Josh Fenelanen. Trap Talk Patreon member all day, every day. It's my dog right here. It's an OG homie right here. Big time support, my homie Josh. Cannot wait to see you and Chris the next month. It's going to be a good time. We're all going to have a good time. Jason, what's up, Jason? Thanks for tapping in. The homie Josh, Skeletons and Feathers. Trap Talk Patreon member all day, every day. Thanks for tapping in. The Texas Kid Reptiles. I just wanted to call you the Texas Kid. Texas Kid Reptiles in the building. Thanks for tapping in. All right, we got to end this in style. Who are we going to end this with? We are going to end this with... Boom! Flawless Crested Geckos.
Audra and Will, you cannot top that right now in the chats. That is super player. All right, guys. It is Sunday. Like I said, it is that time to get down on some geckos. Let's talk about the geckos with my buddy from Geeky Gecko Creations. Guys, strap up. It's going to get hot. It's going to get heavy. But I got to tell you right now, it is about to go down. What episode are we on? We're in the 300s for sure. God damn, just smashing it. Episode 309? Sounds good. Let's go now. Cheers. Ready to do, do more in the future? Trap yes. Talk podcasts? Yes. Man. Only, only Trap Talk. Exclusive. Yes. Exclusive. Oh. So stop calling us. Rub the spot, get the club to pop. When I come up with the crop, God love it, love it or not. I'm hot from the hop to the rub the spot, get the club to pop. When I come up with the rub the spot, get the club to pop. When I come up with the rub the spot, get the club to pop. When I come up and direct with geeky gecko creations arizona in the house am i right arizona yes sir my mic's still working i, I couldn't test it for a while but yeah, <laughs> yeah it's still good. i can hear you just fine man am i coming in okay on your end you good perfect man if the chat is good i'm good over here what's up man happy yeah, arizona bro you just had zach on the homie zach I don't know if you remember, but I told you I was I recommended him for an interview for you because I was like he hit that Azanthic clown pied. And you really didn't know me much at the time, but hopefully we get to know each other a little bit more. I want to say stream, I want to yeah, I want to I want to say this right now. I think within the last couple months I just started following you, but your oh. your logo, your logo first and foremost stands out on so many different levels but all i could say is the biggest way I, I i know your logo is by all the positivity and all the uh you've given me recommendations before the most recent one that really took off for me was zach okay uh because oh, okay. After, after you put me on to zach um i brought a, a, a another ball i brought a ball python guy on, on, on new brain on the block um who was it i want to say maybe it was ray from a learning no it was emilio Emilio, mm. my buddy, Villarino Reptile, shots Emilio, but he was like, dude, you should bring this guy, Zach, like uh, a pied his life, or is pied his life or life? Yeah, pied, yeah. Pied hashtag pied his life. Hashtag pied his life. So that was like the, the other like second bell. And then also too, I I, I got to say that I, I, I just started seeing your name attached to some other good stuff that I have respect in this as hobby for it. So anyways, the stars, I, here's the thing, bro. I hate forcing things to go down. I'd like things yeah. to just go down the way 
fucking the universe wants it to go down. And, and sure. the way the the way the stars align for this episode and for everything else that's been happening, it's it's great. I love this. This is yeah. gonna be a good, good time, man. So thank you so much for spending your Sunday evening with us. Um, so Dude, my I, honor. I gotta say, so what what you do is a family thing. Like you like you have a you're married, correct? Or what's <laughs> what's going on? I, yeah, so that was just a good picture of us that I sent because it shows us and what we do at the show. But I who's, was kind of joking with us? you. Who's, yeah, who's I was, us? Who's us? I'm, I'm, I'm so curious. I was kind of joking with you. I was saying people are going to think I'm a polygamist or something. But uh, <laughs> uh, so that, <laughs> that's Brooke on the left okay. that you're viewing right now. She is our – she started off as a volunteer. Now she's a full-out paid employee. She might wind up being a, being a manager at some point in our operation. As you can see, we're in the puzzle game. Whoop whoop! But uh, and that's oh, yeah. my wife, Whitney. That's my little one, my little awesome. heart right there uh, on the right hand side, who yep. is so supportive. You can see she's holding that ball python, and that's the way to keep them warm at shows, right? <laughs> it, it, you know, the the cool thing is, it's like I, I I I get so happy when I see people passionate about what we're doing, and and and, and I feel like it's a lot easier when you have support. You know what I mean? Um, oh, and yeah. and it's cool that I see that you have that dynamic happening within uh your collection because when you have people who could just respect the love you have for the animal that you love, it just makes everything easier. You know what I mean? Yeah. Quick shout out, Jonathan Rebolar. He just came on the team a couple months ago. He's been taking care of our whole rat operation now for the last two months. And you know how big of a deal that is if you could outsource that. So I mean, shout out to him. <laughs> I want to just say I give you props in general for finding anyone to take responsibility of things that you love because it's so scary mm -hmm. to just like let go a little bit and be like, all right, like, you know, because you should, you feel like I've heard, I know firsthand you could spend hours with somebody telling them what to do and how to do something. But when you're not around, do they actually do it? And yeah. do they do it to the, to the, to the capacity that you want them to do it at? And some of them, it's that some people just need to have that in them. You know what I mean? For and, sure. and, and I, and that's kind of like, man, that those are like the gems. I feel like that. I feel like <clears throat> we're talking about having support from like a significant other, but imagine having employees that could fucking let you do other things that could just, like just elevate everything, you know, and, and I feel like that all comes with time. Um, but but what would be some of your advice out there? What, how you know, especially me because you know I, I feel like I have everything quote unquote under control, right? But <laughs> I know things are going to want to expand. But how how does somebody who have trust issues like myself like start to like give a little bit and, and understand that maybe I do need help and maybe I sh should like hire this person on to take care of some stuff and whatnot. Like how, how would you like it's for somebody like me who's never done this with animals. How do you, how would you recommend that? Dude, that's a great question. I was actually talking about it on my live stream interview that I had with the gecko breeder the other day. I said the best thing that I could have ever done in my operation to date is teaching somebody else to do what I do, teaching them to have the eye that I have, teaching them to do things the way that I want it to be done. And then of course, like you said, those gems are finding the people that will actually do it. And we got two of those gems right now in employee, I call them team members. And then my wife has been a gem. Quick testimony, I heard you talk about um, Lily, your wife, and you said it took you the longest time to relinquish and delegate responsibilities to her before, um, while you were leaving on trips and stuff like that. I was the, I think you said that, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, something like yep, that. Was, yep, 100%. I think most of us breeders, we are 100% control freaks. We want things done exactly the way we want it. 
And even if we have a thousand animals, if we could, we would take care of every single one of those thousand animals, except we cannot. And that's where delegation comes into play and training up others in the way that you want them to work. And my wife was the first, I call her an employee, but she was the first person that I ever delegated responsibility to. And it took me two years of backbreaking work before I ever gave her a chance to do something, like even gave her a chance. She would offer, she'd be like, let me help you, let me help you. I'd be like, no, no, I need to do this. I, there's a certain way I need it done. And, it, and if it doesn't get done this way, I'm gonna freak, you know, I'm not gonna sleep. And I was that way for the longest time, but since delegating responsibility to these two other team members we have, my wife at certain times, I don't know if you know this, but I was in the hospital in January. I was out for a week. Um, I saw that. I, what happened to you, man? I, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm a hospital visitor advocate. Like you mean, I, I mean, heard your story and you were saying, I told your story to my wife because you were saying that your wife has seen parts of you that you haven't seen. And when I was in the hospital, my wife, I kid you not, she was wiping my butt. You know, no diss on her. Like I could not wipe my butt in the hospital. Oh you know? man, I, I only laugh because it's like so. It's like, dude, only so many people know this. Like, yeah. But it's kind of like you want to talk about. Oh man, I'm with my, I'm with the right person. Like, man, I'm, I'm glad. Like, imagine people who need that help and like the girl or guy never stayed with them, and it's like, oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh. or they leave you in the hospital. <laughs> or they leave you. They, they tell her, oh, sorry, I don't love you that much. Fuck that. You know yeah. Uh, wow. Shout out to my mom too, dude. She's she was a nurse growing up. Um, okay, so a little backstory on me. I was in a really really bad car accident when I was 17 years old. Um, oh, shit. I actually died in the accident. I I, no. um, I had open heart surgery. I died on the operation table. My mom saw me through that whole process. Of course, my the rest of my family, but she has that extra level of care. She just always has. And when I was in the hospitals last time, my wife had to work a lot and stuff too. And I was there for like four days. So my wife was in the hospital for one day, but my mom wiped my butt for the other three days. Like that's my mom, you know, like I should be getting ready to do that for her now at her age, but she was doing that for me kind of thing, you know? And so anyway, family and support is definitely huge, man. I don't even know if I would wipe my mom's butt, bro. I don't think I could. <laughs> I don't like, I, oh. I, you know, my mom, my mom, my mom knows I love her to death, you know? Yeah, and, like, yeah. and, and maybe if I was like not financially able to support to hire a caretaker like if it came down to me having to wipe my mom's ass would. i would but i'm gonna do everything in my power to make sure i could financially support someone else to do that you know what i mean like, that, that's I, why you're grinding the snake so hard. hard yeah because also too like you know i mean i mean I, I i don't know like there's so many motivations behind making money i feel like you know and and for me it always used to be about material stuff like i always like just it, it was never even like it was never even a house. Like there was like always something short term. I always wanted. I wanted to make money to make to get that that item. But I never really thought long term until I got into this game. And I, and that's why I'm like, holy shit! Like my whole my my mind flipped like completely as far as how I look at everything. Um, but most important thing I look at is like what could happen to me, right? Or what could happen to um, my parents or something? Where like you know I do like I said I was in the hospital. Well, not last year, 2021 was a fucking year bro like i was in the hospital over like six times it was nuts oh, um wow. and i had a, over three surgeries like or, or four surgeries it was nuts like I, I don't know what was happening to me but it was just like literally stuff that i could just all i could do is reflect and be like holy shit like man imagine if this is forever like you know and and and, and, and like i like i said i was out of i was out of commission like for at least a good week after each surgery where mm -hmm. i couldn't even move 
Um, but you know, I'm the kind of person where I would go against the pain and doctor's orders and I would go to my room anyways and still fucking, you know what I mean? Cause I had to be in there, you know, but, um, yeah. but yeah, man, it's like, I don't know. Now it's like, it's a lot, a lot more careful, you know, and here's the, th oh man, it's money, man. I don't want to talk too much, so much about money, but like, I rather, I rather <laughs> I not have money. <laughs> I rather not have to stress about money because like there's sure. so many there's so many other things to stress about, right? And like money's such a stupid thing to stress about. Yeah. Like it, it really is because like I'm just happy. Like I'm able, I'm I want to be able just to stay doing what I'm doing and I'm mm -hmm. I'm okay, right? Um, but at the end of the day, like we have to make we have to, us as entrepreneurs i don't know if you do a nine to five or anything but regardless what you have going on that's your business you run a yeah. business right so every yeah. now and every now and then to jump up a scale or to evolve we have to take a little bit of risk right um, oh yeah yeah for sure what, what what big risk have you taken and when have you kind of like started i guess taking risk for geeky crested geckos around what time was this actually becoming like a business for you so quick shout out to wildcard geckos. You gave him a shout out earlier in the chat. Sure. That dude has a successful air conditioning business out here. Correct me if I'm wrong, Joe. Um, so I, I know the guy, you know, I'm friends with the guy. I've ran into him, but he was very business oriented in the leopard gecko hobby right from the start. Immediately, as soon as he got going, he trained up two or three other people to do what he could do. And I think that has helped him dramatically. So he kind of came in with that business mentality, but most of us come in with like a hoarder's mentality and like a, you know, like a, we got to do this all ourselves mentality and we have to break out of that. But credit, kudos to him real quick. We're talking about business tips. If you could start a business and have people along with you from the very jump, um, that could definitely save you a lot of trouble in the long run. But anyway, we all go through what we go through. But I'm sorry, MJ. What was your question you asked me to speak on before I just gave this like, Joe like the credit? What, yeah, what, what, oh, when, when did I you started. Start, yeah, when, when when did this actually start looking like? When did you, when did you start looking at things as as a business standpoint and whatnot for for what you got going on? I would say 2018, which was just over four years ago now, because we're in 2023. Um, from 2016 to 2018, I was dilly dallying back into leopard geckos bearded dragons i was getting back into reptiles after being out of reptiles in all of my 20s all of my 20s i didn't have any reptiles and at the age of 28 when i had opportunity i really wanted to jump back into reptiles and so in 2016 i started researching reptiles again getting leopard geckos getting bearded dragons um but i was also finishing up my bachelor's degree at that time I'm a little, little bit of a late bloomer. So I robbed the cradle too. I met my wife at college when I was 28 and she was 20. So we're eight years apart, you nice. know, uh, cause I know you're a little ways from your wife as well. Right. Um, all, right. all right. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I always figured I would marry a girl two years younger than me, but life took me the way it did. And now I got a girl eight years younger than me, but that's okay. Yeah, my, my girls used to come with expired expiration tags, bro. Oh. Like, I, I, I used to have, they had to be a certain like young age. And this is only like in my DJ fucking, you know, but yeah. so, my, my wife, like, I mean, at the end of the day, like you don't, as you grow older, you don't want a little type girl. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like mm -hmm. the, I mean, for me, at least there's some weirdo out guys who just want that type of shit. But for me, like, you know, I, I my, there's nothing that beat an actual fucking woman, like a, like a, a girl, yeah, a girl yeah. who's a successful girl. Who's actually, taking her life somewhere which i never really saw at all like my wife's the first person that ever 
I guess I ever dated or anything who had their shit together. Really, like yeah. all the all the other girls were like they relied on me for everything, which was like I was just a mess. You know what I mean? So it's like mm -hmm. you know, but I, all I did was pay for this shit. So I don't know. It's crazy, man. Yeah, it's like that's why, that's why, dude. This is why. Not to get off topic here, but yeah, yeah, go for it, guys. Slow down out there. I'm telling you right now, like just don't like you know I, I don't know like i don't want to say go be a, i don't want to say go fuck up and go like but definitely like you know i don't know man the best advice anyone ever told me was like wait until you're married into like your 30s don't have kids until your 30s because like there's so many different versions of yourself in 20s and your 30s like like you're not even like i mean trust me some people figure it out right away but me like i didn't dude i was like every <laughs> everywhere so i, I think hey. it just it worked out the way it was supposed to work out for me but i'm glad like man i'm i don't know how i don't have any kids right now i don't i mean i don't know how there's nothing happening like you know there's people who have like baby mamas and shit like that like oh, man, dude. i couldn't imagine thank god oh man no, nothing um, against anyone out there or, or baby right, daddies right. I'm, i mean I'm, I'm just saying thank god <laughs> yeah no i mean Woo! i'm a total believer in I don't i don't shun anybody whatever decisions you've made and whatnot but oh, yeah. there are repercussions for every decision you make and you get stuck in a situation and yeah i would not want to be in the situation where i have five different moms to children like could you imagine your entire life is would be consumed by that um so yeah no diss to anybody that is in that situation i i feel for you i'm just saying that you know in life you make decisions there's consequences for every action or not necessarily consequences but there's repercussions you know because a child is a gift at the end of the day regardless if it comes into the world it's a gift no matter how it came into the world so yeah. um oh shoot what was i going to say um so we were talking about uh we're we're oh real quick before we get the gecko story so yeah touching on what you touched on i'm 34 now you're a little older than me you're 37 right but right. i think both of us like i was very stubborn in my teenage years and um i remember this girl broke my heart in my teenage years and um uh, the reason she broke up with me was she said, uh, you don't love me. You love the idea of me. And it kind of goes back to what you were saying a second ago about like having this picture of what a guy's attracted to and you know, this tight little thing or whatever the case is. Right. But at the end of the day, that doesn't carry you through life. You have to learn what love actually is. So I have a little bit, I'm not going to tell it right now, but I have a little bit of a, um, uh, uh, what is it? Um, oh shoot. What's the guy? Ah, why haven't uh jesus christ who's who's the jesus christ guy that that came on your show recently um he's your boy he's your boy from california brian cusco uh, cusco i have a little bit of a jesus christ cusco story which Dude, i won't be get careful into. bro be careful bro yeah. like i mean i i came to cusco's defense but man did he piss people off for talking about <laughs> god like i ain't gonna talk about much and you know i'll i'll put it on a spirit access like your boy ari he's on his spiritual journey but at the end of the day um all of our spiritual journeys are hopefully bringing wait, us wait, wait, wait. Ari, ari's on a spiritual journey um ari, ari flaggle um um, um the, the green tree guy oh you mean socrates socrates i'm sorry why did i say ari you probably think of, you think you probably think about um ariana his his, his daughter ari, yeah yeah because yeah. i was trying to find her instagram because you told me she's making uh, i'll just say this because you said it you said she's making 2k a month on instagram i want to see what kind of reel she's dropping and learn from her yeah, you know what no. i mean yeah no so i dude, couldn't take, find her i but yeah, maybe i didn't look hard enough snake snake master exotics okay uh, that's we social media because i'm i'm starting to experience a little bit of that now but eh, 
it's hit or miss. It's it's not you know you don't want to rely on it. But um, Wait, hold on, let me let's pause real quick because let's talk about that. I mean, it, it's it's so easy to get this like idea in your head because all it takes is a couple big reels, right? You get a couple big reels yeah. going, you get some good traction, and you think I got this shit. Like this is this is awesome. And then some people get a good momentum going for a while where they actually mm -hmm. really believe that whatever's happening is something that they're doing but in instagram especially has a way where if you get caught into their their algorithm and somebody catches it like you could get put into a good place but all it takes is for you just to be taken out of that algorithm okay and so now the same type of content that you were posting isn't getting not even nearly half of what you were once getting for whatever reason you're like i didn't change nothing so i just think like don't think like it, it comes in waves and i feel like ride the wave man if you have reels that are doing good right now that's awesome but you, everyone knows that at some point it tanks and, and 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 that shouldn't you shouldn't let that affect you you know what i mean and i feel like yeah. some people look at that where they they never get that taste of a viral reel again and they go mm -hmm. oh this is stupid i give up you know forget this shit you know what i mean and and it's not about that man be happy if you get a viral reel but don't yeah. make it seem like fucking oh well i'm just a viral guy no it's not like that <laughs> not at you. all yeah. um kind of to touch on that a little bit the reason i grind instagram so hard is because right now i make about 150 to this last month, I think I got paid 180 bucks from Instagram. I don't know how many views, views that was, but to get that 180 bucks is an extreme amount of grinding. And that's why I grind so hard on Instagram reels, which by the way, if nobody knows reels is the way in Instagram to get monetized right now. And it's the way you get paid. It's also the number one way to grow. So do, do reels and do creative you can't, you reels. Can't, you can't grow without doing reels. They, they you won't can't make grow without doing reels right now. Right. See, like, look how ugly that looks. You know how some people have, as soon as you open up your profile, it looks really beautiful. Instagram doesn't care about that anymore, but yeah. reels, they do care about. Oh, dude, let me show you the reel that went viral. Scroll down a little bit. Have you seen the um the Black Knight Leopard Gecko that lost its tail? No. What the? Oh, oh dude, you got to watch it. Holy shit, that's gnarly. They let you have that? They let you post well, that? Well, so far. <laughs> Go ahead, Bro. play it. You, you can play it. Go ahead. Oh my God! What the fuck? That's gnarly. What, what happened to the head? Did you chop it off to someone? What, You'll what, see. What? Can Can you hear what it's playing? Or hold on, yeah. My my tank use, man. My baby to them. Hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. Okay. When you have dinosaurs, you have to feed them raw meat. This is the head of a mouse that these two just got done ripping up. I found the oh, head shit. and refed it to them. The male gets the head. The female's like, hey, give me some more. That's okay. So great. I just started doing this thing on Instagram called voiceovers. Do you know how to do a voiceover? Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you do a voiceover, it's a little bit more attractive to somebody watching because they can clearly hear what's going on in the video. Right. Um, yeah. What, what 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 let me see that bit that which one's the one also scroll down one? a little bit scroll down a little bit you'll see a tail just completely detached from the gecko how far, um, how far down going. is it? it's not too far it's not too far there's me in the hospital oh, my, oh my god this is gnarly bro 
Yeah, how this many? is one of the rare oh instances God, where a leopard gecko drops its tail watching. for Keep the watching. second time. This is extremely rare. As you can see, the tail will kind of move around on its own, even disconnected from the gecko. That is to distract the predator so that the gecko can get away. As long as you keep the gecko in a clean tub, it will heal perfectly fine. This is one of the rare. That's crazy. I can't tell you how many people, you know, okay. So on Instagram that has over 50 million views, which is a lot for a reptile video. Like if you were to look at, <laughs> I didn't want to diss them like you always diss them. But if you, if you want to look at Jay from prehistoric or Brian Barcheck, if you look at their videos, it will be hard to find a video that gets 50 million views. 50 million views is a lot of views for a reptile video. And we have two videos that got 50 million views. Let me tell you about our Instagram progress. So I oh, was yeah. grinding at 2,000 2, genuine followers. Right. And then we had our first video go viral. It was unfortunately a baby leopard gecko that was born weak out of the egg. And you could see its heart beating. That got over 50 million views. And that got me to 16,000 subscribers on Instagram within a month. And then we had a video that got about 10 million views after that. And that took me to 25,000 followers on Instagram. And then we had this latest um, explosion with the tail. And that took me to 60,000 where we're at right now. But to That's your true. point, and you say this all the time, all of those followers are not customers. And a lot of those followers, a matter of fact, are never going to make you money and they're from foreign countries and they're going to unsubscribe when you start posting content that is more along the lines of what we do in our hobby to promote our businesses they don't actually care about that they don't want a gecko they just want to see the head of a mouse they just want to see a tail falling off a gecko they want the extremes and so when you're going for viewership you know it would be better to have six thousand customers than 60,000 viewers. You know what I mean? So yeah. don't look at your numbers, but that's the reason I grind so hard on Instagram is because I do make a little money off it. Uh, matter of fact, that reel that went, um, the reel that got 5 million views, think about how much they paid me for this. So I don't know if you know how Instagram works, probably you do because you're on it, but you get paid in 28 day cycles. Yeah. Every 28 days, your cycle restarts and you no longer get paid for everything before that 28 days, it completely stinks, which is where YouTube is beneficial because they'll pay you for everything, you know, past, present and future. Well, not past, but I mean, present and future, they'll pay you it all the way through that. Instagram, when our viral video hit, we only got paid for 5 million out of 50 million views. So that, that first video that I told you about, it got 50 million views in a month. But guess what? I posted it at the end of the cycle, not realizing I'll never do that again. And it only had like four days left on the cycle. I only got 5 million views in that four days. But guess how much I made off those 5 million views? Just take a take a guess. Off the 5 million, I want to say you made a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, it was $600 and they took 50 bucks or something. So I wound up walking away from that with like 550 bucks for just those 5 million views. So if you can time it right, this is why I drop all my viral content at the beginning of the cycle. Now, if there's content that I think is going to get hundreds of thousands of views or potentially go viral, I'll drop the 28 day cycle. So it has 28 days to catch momentum, go viral and get paid. So there's a little tip for Instagram, you know, money, but it's not a lot. Like I said, month to month, I made 180 bucks last month on Instagram and I have 60, think of this for a second. I have 60,000 followers. 
and I made 180 bucks. Like how that's pretty poor. I'm not going to complain because that's money. And that's why I grind so hard. But YouTube. Oh, so my video went viral on YouTube. Uh, guess how much I'm making right now? Because they pay you, uh, they pay you through and through. Um, do I don't know if you know this, but YouTube shorts pays you uh, nowadays more than they used to, but it is a much lower percentage than a normal video. So a normal video, a reptile video, you might get paid about $3 for every thousand views. So every 1000 views you get, you get paid $3 for that. But in the shorts world, you get paid three cents for yeah. every thousand views. But I have that same tail video went viral on YouTube and has gotten um, over 20 million views and now has generated for me this month, $1,300 just from that one reel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, the, the, so I, I love that you're saying this because at the end of the day, as much as you're saying it's a grind, people become good at it. They figure it, they, they like what you're doing. They, they figure out the algorithm. Um, and then if you can attach some sort of like, like I'm talking about paying close attention to this shit, then somehow, no matter if it's YouTube or Instagram, you're going to be getting some sort of bit of some, 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 some sort of money. Um, and that's what makes this, what we do so awesome. You know what I mean? Is, I yeah. mean, really bro, like it's the animal that you're showing that's getting all the attention. Okay. Um, and, and it's not you fucking getting bit. It's not you doing anything stupid. Like you're just, you're just documenting the animal during the shit that we experience. It's kind of like seeing a fucking baby snake go halfway out the egg and then it dies. And cause that's the shit that happens. Um, right. now let me ask you this. What do you, what, what's your game plan? So now that you know how this works, are you going to still go for viral shit? Or are you going to just say, ah, I rather just kind of pull back and just make it about my, my, my projects and, and, and what, what, what I'm really originally all about. Like, or are you going to try to run both? What do you, what's your game plan? I'm curious. I'm going to try to run both. Cause they do tie into each other. I, I made an announcement. I think so. I think so. hundred percent. Like this yeah. is, this is a gift. Like you understand that, like, but understand too, it could just take one post for all this to go away. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and, 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 but you just got to be prepared for that. Like you got to understand that, Instagram could, as much as you could figure out their algorithm, well, all it takes is for them to figure whatever the fuck they want to figure out to delete your fucking account. And now everything yep. that you created is just gone. And you just can't let that break you if that's the case, you know? So here's a tip for that as well, because I'm big on YouTube. I was much more into YouTube before Instagram. Um, but of course, I got into Instagram and I gave up TikTok a long time ago, but I'm actually coming back into it now. But I'm not still putting as much... I was with as I am with Instagram and YouTube, but back everything up, guys. I just bought I just bought a two terabyte external hard drive that I could attach to my laptop. Every single viral video and every single uh, YouTube uh, video that I make is backed up on that hard drive, so that if anything happens to my YouTube account and I need to start a new Smart. one, I can do it. You know what I mean? So there's Smart. a little tip. But to your point, MJ, yes, anything could be gone in the flash of an eye, and it's scary, but this is where risk taking comes into play and we can't live in fear. You know, it's kind of like a battle. If you go into battle in fear and, and unprepared and thinking the worst, you're going to lose that battle. But if you just stay positive, um, this happened with Tiki's geckos. Again, you know who Tiki's geckos is. You interviewed him. Um, his first Instagram got taken away at a hundred thousand followers and he got it back. Just got taken away again. 
same one, same Instagram. Oh, that I got taken recently, away this is recent. yeah, recently. I just saw it on his two point. You know, he has Tiki's Geckos 2.0. So yes, mm -hmm. anything can happen. You never want to rely upon that, which is another reason why I never wanted to rely upon other people for my money. And I love sponsors, dude. I got you know Redline. You know, work working with Mar um Robin from Redline, working with um uh, Rainbow Mealworms. I love my sponsors. I'm a little bit more careful what I say because of my sponsors. And it, it, <laughs> you don't fact, say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, before oh. what happened to you, but I'm saying uh, when you work for somebody else and you rely upon somebody else for a certain percentage of income or whatever the case is, you're sort of subjected to them in a way. And I really don't like that idea. But at the end of the day, if you want this to be a business, um, the more avenues of exposure and revenue you have, the better. So if that means you swallowing your pride, not talking crap about somebody and just being a positive person, if it means you got to do all that so that you could have an extra 20K a year from your sponsors, you have to make the decision to say, yes, I want to make that sacrifice. Or you know what? No, I'm going to flap my gums. I'm going to lose that 20K and I'm going to earn it in other ways or just lose out and and be 20k be making 20k less a year you know what i mean i think you understand what i mean you know it's a tough decision it's tough you know i mean i i mean like you know i, I won't ever talk figures on what i make yearly with my sponsors but there was definitely a moment in my head where i was saying you know what like what like here's the thing like i'm so thankful for my sponsors i gotta tell you like i'm able to do things because the way i am supported by them but if they aren't, if they, let's just say they really weren't down for me, even though they all are minus one, which I'm fine with that. But let's just say they really weren't down for me, right? And they all just said, fuck it. Like, we're gone. We're all, yeah, I would be fine. I, I mean, I, I like, like, I, like, like, I, being the guy I am, I will figure out how to fuck it. But the thing is, that would be a stupid thing for me to have to figure out. Like, for me, <laughs> for me, for me to say, fuck it, MJ, go be yourself. You just said, fucking fuck all this support. Like, but but to me that I'm in a place where like you know these people are they're writing on me like they're they're willing to put their name on my back so why would I want to make them look bad for that you know what I mean so yeah. um so you're right it's I mean here's the thing it's kind of like you know I'm about to have a kid right um yeah you know I don't want to be that dad who wants to beat people's ass you know what I mean like I don't want to be a dad where my my son's like going to see me have to fight somebody like that's like I'm I don't want I want to be as calm as possible around my son like i don't want to show that kind of like you know what i mean because dude i'm nothing against my pops but i grew up in the fucking 80s and 90s and my dad got down like i see <laughs> i see my dad fight and and i'm in like yeah. I, I don't want to say it was traumatizing but maybe it kind of was because i'm like dude what the fuck's happening you know what i mean and so <laughs> and so you know i you know i know that there's certain life situations where you can't help but to do what you have to do but like dude there are so many other options than either shitting yeah. on someone or knocking somebody out or like dude there's so much more power moves than just hurting somebody nowadays like meaning physically or just mm -hmm. with your words like dude you know and, and like trust me i'm starting to realize that now because i my 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 gate my go-to throughout my whole entire life is you do something wrong to me i'm gonna get in your face that's just me like that's that's just how i felt like you should do it like the way i was brought up but that's like not how it is nowadays like it's like it's now you go to jail i mean it's not <laughs> hardcore 
it's not even the jail part. It's the it's yeah. the it's the offensive thing. It's like you speaking true expression feelings like could really like trigger something to somebody that you, you I wasn't trying to trigger you, but because of some fucked up experience of their life, they're triggered now, and now it's a big fucking thing. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's like I don't know, like you're 34 years old you said right 34 man 1988 the year of the dragon which is perfect for a reptile lover year of the dragon i love that yeah what year are you i'm year of 85 1985 okay if anyone knows what the year of 85 is then yeah please uh, chime in in the chat <laughs> please um but yeah you i mean when you thought about like bullying like 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 somebody getting bullied wasn't it like something like you thought like actually harming like somebody getting like physically harmed like somebody getting pushed into the lockers or like or like i don't know like yeah physical for sure i so i little backstory on me i grew up in sorry you froze i want to make sure i'm not talking over you i'm here no i'm um, here I'm, I'm listening i'm listening i grew up in new jersey and i am half minority half majority and what i mean by that is my dad is white he's like italian which still gets caucasian category you know what i mean kind of right. um but my mom is like phil my mom's filipino she straight came over from the philippines at the age of 24. so growing up i was never i was caught between two worlds in my school in my town the white kids were the cool kids in the way you know what i mean like the pure kids so to speak and so i was caught oh, between no. the minority world i i a matter of fact in high school somebody i was walking home from the woods in the woods one day and somebody yelled at me fob you know what fob means you're from that yeah. generation you know what i mean Fresh off Fresh the off boat. The boat. i was yeah. like i'm half white from america like what the heck you talk so anyway i was caught between both these worlds and i was into sports so i kind of i fit in the nerdy asian world because i loved science fiction video games i i was in that world but i was also in the white caucasian sports world baseball was my thing which is why i yeah. always pay attention to you i really wanted i thought when i was younger i thought i would go to at least play college ball that never happened because i took poor choices in high school and and you know Amen. that's a life lesson but um yeah anyway yeah um i was caught between both worlds and so my best friends in middle school were indians they were all indians i had best friends and this was also right when 9-11 happened are, are we though, talking like we're talking native americans or india? No, no no sorry in in new jersey indian is always from india it's yeah. i don't even i didn't even know one native american in new jersey to, in in the 90s to be honest i don't know if any native americans were out there i'm sure they were i'm exaggerating a little but i went to high indian, I, went to high, I went to some high i went to high school my senior my junior high school year with some real native americans bro like oh, I, I, I graduated graduated out of bellingham washington which was like probably 20 minutes from the Canadian border. And there's all these tribes like up there. And so like the Lummy tribe, they're called Lummies. They, they, they went to my school, Bellingham and, and uh, they're like all alcoholics. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate, but that, um, that, uh, that vice, that addiction is really in that ethnicity for some reason. I don't, I don't know the reasons behind it. I just know that there are, that is there but anyway shout out I, to the I, I would say, bro, bro like dude there's white blacks asian their alcoholism yeah. is everywhere bro sure, like yeah. it is but 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 like you're right generationally wise like it's always been known to be in the native americans for some reason because i yeah. mean who finally what they've been through bro what the and, fuck like how would, at, since being in arizona there have been times where i was close to a bunch of like really traditional native groups you know what i mean and I love them, they get down bro i've seen them go to um 
their little sweat circles and stuff for their spiritual stuff. Like they have a fire going and they hard. just get locked in there, bro. They just go into this hut. It's like 150 degrees or whatever. They, they are hardcore, strong people. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, so I, I, I find, I think every culture and ethnicity has certain benefits. Um, but I've really had best friends that were Indian from India. And of course, even though India is not the Middle East, when 9-11 happened, all of my white friends and stuff were like shouting, like in the cafeteria, I'd be sitting with my Indian friends and they would be shouting obscenities at my Indian friend as if he's a terrorist because he's from India when 9-11 was, you know, something completely different and a different group of people. But anyway, in, in, in middle school, I remember people would pick on my Indian friends, like, like physically push them around or pick on them or, hey, this is funny. Did you ever shoulder check anybody in the hallways at school? Are you kidding? <laughs> shoulder check, bro. I used to just straight hit people, bro. Like, yeah, you know, I, so you're, you're, you're talking, you're yeah. talking. What's funny, what you're saying is the exact opposite because I grew up around nothing but minorities. Like, there was a bunch of Mexicans, and and mm. I I got called white boy, even though even though I'm Mexican, my last name's Juarez. They never wanted to believe I was Mexican, so I would always get shitted on for being a white boy. And and um, but like I didn't I didn't care. You know what I mean? Until. I got older and gang gangs are like gangs are like fucking in sixth grade. You see motherfucking kids gang banging. You know what I mean? But yeah. seventh and eighth grade is when motherfuckers will jump you and shit like that. And that's when I started getting jumped was like in middle school. But my sister, mm. my sister, she looked, she looked Mexican and she kicked it with some gangsters. So I, I eventually at one point had to get my sister to start bringing all these essays to my middle school. And like, I'll be like, what? Like, I'll be like, well, who the fuck's going <laughs> to fuck with me now? You know what I mean? But dude, yeah. Yeah, the shoulder check. Oh, bro, fuck. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like I, I'm not I, proud of it, but I did. I'm that. not either. I'm not. But it's 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 fucking survival of the fittest. What are you gonna do? You're gonna get fucking bitched and bullied. Like, no. Like, you gotta stand up for yourself. And so, so dude, yeah. I, but the bully yeah, thing, I, I looked at it as more physical. Um, man, nowadays though, I think with the online presence, there's a number of ways to bully somebody, and I think I know the exact situation that you're talking about you know so, so i don't know if you want to reflect on that but um i kind of feel like actually i don't i don't want to bring up any negativity about me but i feel like there was a little bit of bullying going on with me when i came into social media because so to the for gecko scene nobody is on as we are and the only reason that i'm so strong on social media is because i'm so passionate about leopard geckos but when I was a new fish coming into the world of leopard geckos, you know, I, I only have a couple years under my belt, even though I'm very experienced in reptiles and, and I've watched tons of videos and I have my own personal experience. If you're only five years or six years into the hobby, the people who have been in it for 20 years, if they're not as successful or not finding as easy success in gathering followers and stuff like that, there could be a little bit of jealousy. There could be a little bit of stuff going on. And I feel like there was a lot of attacking that was happening when I, when I first came into the scene. And um, there's, a, there's a few reasons for that, um, that, that we could talk about or not talk about. But at the end of the day, I don't think that, I don't think, this is just my thought, because I, I don't know what you're referring to or anything. I just wish that more people could get along. You know what I mean? I wish that we could overlook our differences a little bit more and um, kind of. That ain't never going to happen. That ain't you know? never going to happen, bro, because people don't yeah. like getting, people don't like getting passed up in life. And that's the truth. OK. Yeah. Um, and, and, and by the way, 
what we're talking about relates to so much about what we do with these animals. So if you don't like this kind of real talk, dude, you could easily tap out and go watch something else. But this, I feel like is so important to me because you got so many people who could see a growth behind what they're doing, but they almost don't want to hurt people's feelings because like, like, not like, like I, I love my Patreon family first and foremost, not only because they pay to support me, but I, I love talking to them conversating with them i really just enjoy engaging with people that i know are really about this right mm -hmm. but there are some people who take internet relationships so to heart that it really keeps them from growing like it it there and for whatever reason right at the end of the day you need to look around you what pays your bills okay you yeah. need to fucking find out find out what your purpose is too because there are different levels of wanting to be in this there are there are people who just admire animals and and maybe because they don't have the right place to keep animals or financially but they just admire them cool welcome to be here right then you have yeah. people who want to breed they want to be the biggest name out there and and and, and and they're the up and coming great those are great too but then you have people who've been in this game for you know longer than they want to be and they just haven't found the growth and they see people who are coming into this game who have not been in here as long and they are just taking off bro i don't yeah. give a fuck how much we could preach positivity human nature the jealous cancers cells that live in human nature it's never going to be like that you're always going to have people attacking you you're always going to have people fucking flipping the script talking shit about what you're doing because it's jealousy. It's it's that's all it is. People at the end of the day, bro, when it comes down to you talking about other people besides yourself, that means you are just there's not enough, there's not enough goals within your life. You know what I mean? So, but yeah. but but people like you or myself or anybody who feels like someone comes at us or somebody who happens to talk shit, like you, dude, they're they're literally setting themselves on fire. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You just gotta keep doing your do, you gotta keep doing your reels, you gotta keep doing geeky crested geckos at the end of the day no matter what because yeah no matter how positive you are bro this is this is this is why i always like stay true to myself because i could be like fuck it like a lot of these people are fake positive and that's fine like being fake positive i guess is better than being negative right even if you have to fake it sure, congratulations yeah. but you know how much energy it takes to be fake a lot <laughs> a lot bro it, people people wonder mj why do you have so much energy because i'm not fake i put all my energy into just being myself and it's great yeah. there's people who have to wake up and paint a fucking clown face not actually but they're like on my way to work today gotta watch what i say gotta you know yeah. i can't give i can't give the naughty eye to, to carl today oh man you know what i mean like think about that life and, and that's what i'm saying there's people who have to walk on eggshells at their job you know mm -hmm. what i mean and, and I understand why. Like we were just talking about how, having to keep the sponsors happy, dude. That sucks because now, and, and mind <laughs> you, all my sponsors, all my sponsors tell me, M, just keep doing MJ, BMJ. Don't stop being MJ, BMJ. Just move smarter, and that's all it comes down to is moving and being smarter with how I do things. Because when people know that they could, when people know you're vulnerable with certain things, like the sponsors, dude, they don't give a fuck. They'll go after it. They don't. They and and, and however the way they want to do it. If they if they know it hurts you, that's what they're gonna want to do. So you just can't show you can't show any kind of like you know what 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 were the video games where like the monster you knew what point like you knew the spots to hit the monster to make them weak like I, I you know you know what I'm talking about like obviously yeah. you're a video game guy right oh yeah oh yeah 
you Nintendo we, like, back in the day. Yeah, we, you just we have to stay armored up. Like you just have to keep the armor. That's true. And you can't have any of the like the little light visuals where if you fucking throw a rock in that crevice, oh, it's like they're dude. You got to be sealed up. Um, special damage, Bubba yeah. said. Yeah. Especially because if the way you're growing, people hate you. They're so jealous, bro. And what's crazy is like, aren't you in this for the animals? Then why are you jealous? Like, dude, fucking if if you're a great animal keeper and you breed stuff and you're doing good, but you don't have sixty thousand followers, you have three thousand. Dude, what? Why are you bitching? Because maybe you mm -hmm. do want to be an influencer. Maybe you do want to be more than just an animal keeper, and that's okay. But don't get mad at the people like this guy here who figures it out. Like that's that's what I'm saying. Like, but but you also us people can't get mad at other people who want to be like us. And I'm not saying I'm an Instagram fucking, I'm just saying there's so many podcasters that want to be like me. I'm telling you right now, right? Um, and there's so many Instagram accounts that wish they could have 60,000 fucking followers and figure it out because there's people I see that post every day, bro. They are passionate and they have a couple thousand followers. I don't. I still respect the fact that I see them posting. You know what I mean? Like they, I, the following, the numbers of followers you have do not determine your, your bit of like credibility to me at all. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like if, if I meet you and, and, and I know nothing yeah. about you. And the first thing you say to me is MJ, I have a hundred thousand followers. I don't give a fuck. Like show me, show me the projects you're into first, because at the end of the day, I'm in this for being an animal keeper first and foremost, not an, not an influencer or a fucking, a person of like, you know, as, yeah. as, as people label me an ambassador, which no, I've never even claimed to be the fucking ambassador. <laughs> okay. So you keep those fucking lame ass labels for yourself. I'm doing me. I yeah, always yeah. said MJ's doing me. You are doing you. If mm -hmm. we're doing, dude, here's the thing. If we're doing what we want to do, we're doing our thing. Who could fuck with us? Yeah. And that, you know, so tying that into business, um, everybody is going to get haters at some point because the peer you know what's so funny i've been looking forward to being on your show for a long time that was one of my goals i said i'm gonna try to get on mj's show at some point and i happen <laughs> organically you know what i mean i'm not gonna ask and be like hey mj can i get on your show and it happened organically um but um so today in the car i was on my way to i'm searching for work vehicles for our shows to travel with and i'm like literally rehearsing what i'm gonna say into certain topics that we could possibly talk about and I'm thinking of the pyramid scheme. Well, I don't want to call it a scheme, but in any hobby, there are the top breeders in that hobby, the people that are most successful, making the most amount of money. Then underneath that is mid-tier breeders, you know, that are making okay money. Maybe they're doing it part-time. Maybe it's just a pure hobby for them that they're looking to cover their expenses. And then there's people on the, the bottom tier, which are just getting into the hobby, new keepers. Uh, people that are thinking about becoming breeders. Um, everybody in the middle, to a certain degree, whether they admit this or don't admit it, when you turn this into an actual business, everybody in, in the middle is competing to get to the top. So the same people that you're selling to are the same people that are taking customers from you. So when I came into this hobby, I never wanted to be caught in that rat race. So I yep. said, you know what, instead of me pleasing everybody in the middle and bowing down to everybody in the middle, like, oh, hey, I'm the new guy. Let me kiss your feet. Let me, you know what I mean? Kind of thing. Instead of doing that, I said, let me create my own generic following. Let me create my own 
fans, my own followers, my own customer base. And I can think of one person right now that's at the top of the leopard gecko pyramid. This person is probably one of the most financially successful leopard gecko breeders in the world. And he is, or this person is so controversial, has a lot of drama around their name, but why didn't that stop him from making it past mid-level? So the question is, how do you get from mid-level to top level? Is you fight. You fight your way to that top level. You do what you got to do to develop your own client base, interact with people, gain customers, go to shows, market, be open, create friends, all that kind of stuff. But guess what? At the end of the day, the people in the middle is not what's going to help you get to the top because they're all trying to hold each other down as they make their way to the top. Unless, so unless, you have to unless, unless, unless you're not looking down at them. And, and I don't mean that like, actually, I'm talking about like, you know, Levance from Straight Fire Reptile said it the best. There's this is a fucking elevator, okay? People mm. have a some people, quote unquote, have a, a, a huge fear of heights, okay? So they they could see either if it's the money or the projects getting so deep, they're getting so high where they go, I think I'm gonna get off right here. I'm good, okay? There are people who don't want to get off that elevator, okay? So and, and, and this elevator is not only for breeding, it's also like what you want to do with your platforms, like however hard you want to grind, okay? If you are on that elevator and you look over and that person who is in the same level as you is neck to neck, maybe you can help each other out. But what I'm saying is when that time comes where one passes the other, because that's just how life is, at the end of the day, someone's going to surpass somebody, Okay. Yeah, but it just happens. Yeah. It, but that's fine. At the end of the day, what are you doing it for? Are you doing it for them or are you doing it for yourself? And that should be either or. If my buddy passes me with projects or followers, I'm so happy for them. Good job for them. That actually makes me happier because first and foremost, if that person's in your circle, then dude, that do you want to be the best in your group? I don't. I for sure. Like I have, I love my little, I have like a unit of reptile friends that I talk to on every single day, bro. Like this is like my family. I fly, I hang out with them in person. They're all older than me, <laughs> but they're all like people. I would love to be like maybe someday in this life. I would love to be people like them, but I'm happy where I'm the, I'm the young buck. I'm the most like non-experienced person. And I'm okay with that. Like I don't look at any kind of levels. I'm just happy to be where I'm at period. And I feel like people, cause dude, you, you, you made a good point about, like fight through it right just keep going how much harder is it to fight through it when you're worried about other people but yourself yeah it's a lot no, you gotta just focus can, on you but, but, but can't do you even do you even grow when you're not even worried about just yourself you don't so the reason why a lot of these people hit this fucking wall is because they're they're so insecure about their own progress that all they could do is stop what they're doing and think about well who's Who's where's he at? Where are they at? Where are they at? And then yeah, it, and, 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 and then it just and then it, it's like it's just stewing in your fucking head. And then you and then you talk to I'm look I'm foaming at the mouth. It's crazy. And then and then and then you talk to somebody else right here. This is the this is the this is where things really get bad because you're feeling some type of way. And then you have somebody maybe close to your circle, maybe not in your circle, but close who's right there with you, like hit a wall and, and they have things they just want to bitch about. Next thing you know, mm -hmm. you're just bitching about things. And then you're talking about a bunch of people complaining. Okay. You just lost focus. I'm telling you right now, man, what, what this man is talking about fighting through it. 
Don't worry about other people. I'm telling you right now, fuck everybody but yourself. That's what I'm saying. And respectfully, I don't mean right. Actually, right. I get what I'm you're saying. saying. Put the fucking blinders on, bro. Put the fucking, it's called tunnel vision. I used to hashtag tunnel vision in 2018 because that's when I started this podcast. I'm like, I'm fucking dude. I don't, because I was prepared. I'm like, bro, people are not going to like what I'm going to be. They're, people are going to have, <laughs> they're, they're going to say, oh, he cusses so much. He smoked like, and that's what they do. People have, and I, I, I'm, I was like, dude, I don't give a fuck how many people like my shit or who don't, I'm going to do it because I'm hiring myself. Who could fire me? Me. I can only fire myself. That's it. So. Yeah. Who the fuck's going to stop me? Nobody's going to stop me. So if you could kind of get on that kind of wave and just mm -hmm. realize that they're like you, man, I'm, I'm, I really am excited to see where you take your algorithm um, because I really do feel like you figure some shit out. And, and I know we haven't even talked about your projects yet. We are going to right now, but still, I feel like the biggest piece of information that is need to be addressed more is the algorithm side of things. Because at the end of the day, no matter how sick somebody's animals are, they get discouraged when they see that they can't do good numbers on their reels. They get sad. It's a it's it's a competitive yeah. world. Instagram makes it very competitive, and that's also why you're always gonna have jealousy. You're always gonna have jealousy, bro. Like, yeah. think, okay, dude, think about the jealousy that happens in the top tier of things. Like, it, it, it dude, come on. Oh yeah, it, I can imagine. As, as you grow, not only does the jealousy stick around, but it gets dirtier. It gets more like. <laughs> It gets fucking like conniving because there's more money involved. You feel you me? Know, I'll say this funny example. And I really, you know, one of the reasons that I got a lot of hate coming in at what, you know, what at the start was I'm kind of a little bit more open with what I talk about and what I say. And I try not to be um, discouraging or I try not to be uh, negative towards anybody on purpose and, you know, try to be friends with everybody as much as possible. But sometimes the things that I say are like really brutally honest or too brutally honest. So anyway, recently someone, oh, the Shap, we just saw the Shap at uh, Pomona. So shout out to them. I wanted to stop by your booth at Pomona, man. It was so busy. I didn't get the chance, but I saw yeah. pictures of you with your ball pythons and stuff. It looked it looked cool, man. It was fun, man. I, I'll probably never do it again. Maybe maybe Anaheim. I'll never I, do it again. No, like meaning like the like just bending animals, bro. Like it stressed yeah. me out. Like because even though it was even though it was summer. Wait, no, it wasn't summer. I'm I'm sorry. It was January. It was, uh, yeah, January. It, I didn't like I I thought the building would be warm like at night, but no, I didn't bring no heat tape. I didn't bring nothing. And bro, it was fucking dude. Cold. It was freezing. Freezing. I was scared for my geckos on night one, but night two was warmer. And you weren't there night two, right? Like you left after day one. I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard you say that. But day so Saturday night it was warmer for the animals. But when we got there on Friday night, you remember how cold it was? I was literally freezing. trying to figure out. Do I need to go buy some heat tape for my animals? Because yeah. this it's like 50 degrees in here, or if it felt cold. But anyway, they yeah. made it, they all made it through the night really well. I covered them with blankets, dude. I had a bunch of blankets and everything. Smart. I covered them with blankets and everything that I could. Um, so getting back to my topic about, you know, just being a little bit more open with your um conversations and whatnot, what I was gonna say was there's two people at the top of leopard geckos that I'm thinking about right now. And somebody pointed this out to me recently. I wasn't even, I wasn't even thinking about this. So I don't mean anything derogatory about this, but somebody pointed out that the number one leopard gecko breeder in the world has the same exact website layout as the number two leopard gecko breeder in the world. And the person that pointed this out to me said, who do you think copied who? 
So going back to your point of being cutthroat at the top, yes, when you're a business, as yeah. much as you want to be nice and support everybody, and I am nice and I support everybody. If I don't have something that somebody wants, or if, for example, I'll give you this quick example. Somebody came to me in Arizona, a new prospective customer, and they said, hey, I heard that you have a lemon frost experiment project. Um, lemon frost is a very touchy topic in leopard geckos. I think there's a lot of negative connotation attached to it. Um, Why is that? Unless, yeah. Uh, what was that? Why is that? I'll, I'll go into that right now, and then you could give me your opinion on it. But sure. anyway, there's a lot of negative connotation on this one, the lemon frost mutation. And this customer, potential customer, came to me and said, hey, look at the way they came to me. They said, hey, you got leopard geckos? I said, yeah, take a look at blah, blah, blah. Then they said, hey, do you breed lemon frost? I said, I'm not breeding them anymore, but I had an experimental project that I'm observing for the next 10 years to see if the health issues can be corrected by outcrossing the geckos. And after spending some time talking to this person, they said, oh, do you know another breeder in Arizona that doesn't breed lemon frost? Without batting an eye, I recommended them to Joe, the guy that was in the chat, Joe, wildcard geckos. He'll take care of you. You know what I mean? I have no problem helping people. I have no problem promoting people. My main problem, MJ, my main problem is hypocrisy. I, I always go on rants on my channel about hypocrisy. If you're going to poke your finger at me in my eye, you better take a look at yourself and see if there are things that you could not be accused of. And if you are flawless, then okay, poke me in the eye. But if you're not flawless, then let's try to be friends. You know what I mean? Let's get, let's try to get along. And that is my one point. I mean, at the end of the day, nobody's flawless. Period. At the end of the day, nobody's flawless. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. And you're right. They're, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I, <laughs> I don't want to say I, manipul I manipul maliciously did this um, because I, I do. Every guest who knows, and you know I ask my guests this. I ask every guest this. Is there anything topic-wise that you could think about that you'd rather me not bring up or ask? You know, I, I, make, I make that very clear, and we made that very clear. And you said, no, nah, man. You know, you're like, maybe if there's something, well, we could dance around it, right? But I, I, I got to say, this Sunday segment of Geckos is the very first segment where I want to say almost every other gecko breeder I have somebody who has something to say about the breeder I'm bringing on, okay? And <laughs> and, and and I had somebody, and, and it's usually the same person, and I'm not going to say who this person is unless they, they want to man up and say in the live chats uh, and, and pop their head, go ahead. But this guy, it's it, it never it's like never fails, right? So this this, this guy's like, hey, man, why, why don't you ask this guy this question? You want me to ask you what the question is? Yeah, yeah. All By right. the way, I've always been open to respective um, – Crit critiquing conversations with people about anything that I got going on. So if at any point, any of the, I don't think you'll, you'll do this, but if you ever want to set this up in the future, or even now, if any of our critics want to ask me on, on a live stream, put me in the hot seat and ask me questions, I'm down for that. I've always been down for that. The problem is there are a few people that don't want to do that. Um, even though I would host them on my channel and you know what I mean? But anyway, go ahead, ask your question. I mean, it's funny you say that because this individual who always has, and you know, what's fucking crazy is the person who tells me this stuff. Like I, he's a good animal keeper, like, and he's one of my friends. Right. So oh, it's okay. like, he, it's, it's like, he never misses sometimes, but it's, but it's like, and mind you, I'm not in the gecko world as much as I want to be. I'm getting there. So, 
Yeah, I don't we'll get you I, caught up. Don't worry. Yeah. So like, so how, how am I supposed to know? Right. But yeah, I, yeah. I told him, I was like, listen, bro. I was like, I'm going to ask him. I'm going to fucking ask him straight up. He's like, yeah, please ask him this. I'm like, all right, fine. Fuck it. And this I could think be, I know what you're talking about. This, California this, person, right? This, yeah. Uh, no, not, no. He, 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 he oh. it seems like he should be, but he's not. Um, oh, okay. Maybe he's very, similar. he's very close to you. <laughs> um, In Arizona? Yeah. Anyways, I don't, don't I, mean, I don't want to get into it. Um, but inbred geckos okay um something about you inbreed geckos which create some sort of like a cancerous thing and oh, okay. like knowing that you still do it um yeah. and, and and this could be the perfect intro into your projects because i don't know anything about line breeding i mean i i mean in, inbred breeding as far as like what that could do i put i know i put in moms to sons and shit like that with certain snakes so i don't really know much about this topic at all but you know my my my, my buddy's a true animal lover like you know he's over the top animal lover so sometimes you know is this is this a big concern in the leopard gecko community about you know inbred geckos and cancer stuff like you know let's 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 talk about that because yeah, i don't no, know those are I great I, I don't know topics. shit about this i don't know shit about this okay so I'm like, <laughs> we we're gonna get you caught up man i'm just trying to think who this is in arizona that takes care of their animals well I, i'll tell you off camera okay that's fine i don't okay, i just okay, i just don't want to start nothing well that's cool you don't have to tell me if they want to bring it up and say that they said something to you they right. can because at the end of the day going back to our conversation you got to do you you can't worry about other people but I am a people lover, guys. I want to I want to work with you. So let's make it work. Anyway, let's get into this. Um, this is where so when I came in, you asked me earlier, when did I want to make this a business? In right. 2018, I made the decision to say I'm going to start strategically buying geckos that are going to create this hobby of mine into a business. And at the age of 65, when I retire, I would like to do this as a side hustle um, when I when I retire, you know, in my retirement. That was always my plan. In addition to that, in 2018, I also had a huge passion for creating video content. Um, there was a really, really popular breeder in 2010 and 2012 named Matt Baronic of Sasobeck Reptiles. OG guy. The guy is like this with Brian Barcheck. I mean, a matter of fact, I think Brian Barcheck got his geckos from Matt when Matt left the hobby. So Matt was gone for like a good 12, 13 years or something. During the time that Matt was gone, nobody was taking off with leopard gecko content on YouTube. And um, I just wanted to share my passion of leopard geckos, put out educational videos out there. So I did that for about a year. And nobody had any qualms. Nobody had anything to say. I, I might have released a video about like um like keeping geckos in a tub. And of course, keepers that keep geckos in tanks, they had something to say. But at that point, no, no breeders were publicly attacking me or slandering my name at that point. But then I inherit I bought into okay, so tying back to the lemon frost, it's a mutation that was first discovered in like 2012. 2013, but it didn't become available on the market till 2015 when Steve Sykes bought it. You probably know Steve Sykes, the big gecko man. I heard of his, what's the name of his actual company? Geckos, etc. in California. Sure, when yeah. you walk into the show, he's the one that's got 15 tables of hog noses and geckos. He's the man, in my opinion. He's another person that I look up to in the hobby. 
And um, it's a little bit unfortunate anyway, what, what all happened, but he bought the first couple of lemon frost for $10,000 at an auction after a show in 2015. He then began to release those geckos into the public in 2016. Um, and what happened was there started to appear skin tumors on the animals. So a skin tumor is a cluster of cells that does not die. I don't know if you know this, but a mole on your body is technically a tumor. It's a, it's a cluster of cells, black cells that are reproducing themselves and not dying. Have you ever seen those moles that are like growing off of people's skin and getting bigger across their life and stuff like that? You know? I don't, I don't, I don't need you to describe my nightmare. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I yeah. So you get it. It's it, that that's skin cancer, but skin cancer does not, I mean, skin tumors does not mean that the tumor is cancerous. The word cancer means that it's spreading to other organs and stuff like that. So in 2017, research began to get done. I mean, there was a couple research papers in like Europe, I think that dated back earlier than this, but the American market was really not hip to any of the issues until about 2016, 2017, when Steve Sykes released the first animals and they were very expensive animals. A bunch of people bought in thousands of dollars. <laughs> Just so you know, $2,000 for leopard gecko breeders is the equivalent to a ball python breeder spending uh, $20,000. You know what I mean? A lot um, of money. So a tooth, the, the market of leopard geckos is not as um, affluent. I don't know if that's the right word. It's not as highly monetized as the world of ball pythons. So a $2,000 purchase is a huge commitment in the leopard gecko world. And there were dozens of people buying them up at um, $2,000 a piece or more uh, at that time. And um, when they were buying them up at that time, rumors, words started to circulate that they were these tumors or these bright leathery patches of skin appearing on certain animals. So they tested those animals and eventually found out that the animals were, this was uh, skin cancer going on and the super lemon frost, which is similar to like a super GHI, how you could have a super form. The super lemon frost form was determined to have cancerous skin lesions or skin tumors to where it spread to organs and could cause blockages and all that kind of stuff. So it became this whole big scandal in 2017, 2018, there were pictures released of geckos with tumors, the size of a, um, like, pe like the size of a penny on their face. Right? right. And it was the most horrendous thing to look at, like heartbreaking. Um, and so when I first came across lemon frost in my research, I too wanted nothing to do with lemon frost at all. But then in 2020, I won't say who, I won't say how, any of that kind of stuff. I came across somebody that was outcrossing them, um, which a recent podcast with the doctor that studied the lemon frost actually agreed and said this on camera. The podcast is here for you to watch. A doctor said that outcrossing is a good idea and it could potentially work. Before that doctor ever even said that, there were certain breeders that were already trying to outcross the lemon frost in hopes to cure the issue or reduce the issue or just see what could happen in observation. Um, and in 2020, a breeder showed me that it was working. After three years of outcrossing, these geckos 
had no bulbous tumors on their skin. Their face. Another thing that happened with lemon frost: they shorter faces, shorter bodies, thicker skin, and of course, skin tumors. These geckos had none of that, and he had been breeding them for three years. So I said, you know what? Let me take a second look at this. I'm all down for experimentation and trying to fix issues if they're possible to fix. And I bought into the project. I bought three males from him. They weren't super cheap. They weren't super expensive. But for the leopard gecko world, they were they were a decent price. I bought three males from him. And I said, hey, I would love to work this project along with you. I don't know if you know how outcrossing works, but generation one is 50% new DNA. Generation two is 75% new G DNA. Generation three is 87.5%. And it goes on so forth. Right. His goal was to get... 99.9% of a different outcross DNA into this gecko line to see if that would work. And I said, hey, I'd love to work this project along with you. I also have some ideas of other um, outcrosses that I want to do with the animal, specifically type outcrosses. I need to mention that because I'm sure you're aware there's different localities of ball pythons. Have you ever heard of the... Um, What's that really big mama 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 jama ball python? Volta. Um, the Volta. So yeah. if there was an issue with a ball python, let's let's take the spider morph. The best thing you could do is try to take the spider and cross it into a locality or a wild type where the DNA is further removed from the problematic line of DNA. So in leopard geckos, there are five different subspecies and localities that can all interbreed with each other from Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan, Turkey, Pakistan. There's a bunch of different localities and subspecies that have slightly different DNA, which is really exciting to work with. And I wanted to test out the lemon frost into three of those subspecies, Afghanicus, Fasciolatus, and Turkmenicus. And when I announced that project and created a video, that's when the crap hit the fan and now all the breeders that hadn't been saying anything to me prior to this they were never showing support first of all i'm bringing them customers at this point because i'm creating excitement for leopard geckos i'm putting content out on youtube and then i'm telling people that are coming to me i don't have any geckos for sale but go to bubba's geckos Bubba's Geckos has some of the best clowns, best clown infernos that you could get in the hobby. I still refer people to, to Bubba's Geckos because I have no clowns for sale. You know what I mean? So I was helping out the entire hierarchy of leopard geckos while I was making content, not even selling geckos on my own. Did I get any thank you? I wasn't looking for thank yous. Did I get any thank yous? Did I get any recognition, anything? No, but you know what I did get? Eventually when I dropped the Lemon Frost video, I got slander. I, I don't throw that term around lightly, but I've been slandered in this hobby and that I'm not okay with. I kind of look at that as uh, as bullying in a way. I don't look at necessarily name calling as bullying. I think, you know, you could dish it, take it back and forth with each other. If you're cool with each other, then cool. But when other people are saying things that are either not true or just pure exaggerated untruths and they're spreading lies, rumors, and negative thoughts about you towards somebody else and discouraging you from that person. If you look up the actual definition of slander, that's an actual crime. Technically, that's a suable court crime. And that was the type of stuff that I was dealing with. Um, 
and to some degree still do deal with. But like I said, I don't focus on that. I've already become so successful with without the help of these people that don't want to support me. I still want to collaborate with them. I still want to work with them and promote this hobby together. But if they're not willing to do so, I can't just wait around for you to like me. You know Dude, what I mean? I gotta keep this, moving. Is, this is a crazy eye opener for me because guys, like I said, yeah, I made like one year of college under my belt, but I, I cheated a lot. Like, and, and so there's certain words. I cheated that I, too, dude. I, I mean, there's certain words out there. I always thought it meant something, and 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 it turns out it's not. And I always thought slander was like just aggressively attacking somebody just for because of like often opinion. But no, slander is creating false, damaging statements about somebody. Like you're like you're you're like not only what you said was kind of like hurtful, but you you lied. Like you're lying about it. You know what I mean? Um, I never slandered anybody on this podcast. This is great. <laughs> I, I'm just happy. I'm not, I, I'm just poke hard at them. I mean, cause like, cause I thought this is my podcast. I'm in my, I'm in my nest. I could, this is me speaking my feelings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, I had over 300 people watching at that time. You know what I mean? So, um, it was, a, it was my biggest show of 2022. Uh, but anyways, still like it's, uh, but still like I always kept it real. I'm just keeping it real. I mean, as much as like, man that hurt to hear it's the truth and so i don't know i just i'm glad i'm not a slanderer <laughs> yeah you know and that's i'm not because that's fucked up slander i've been slandered for sure i've been slandered in this bitch because that's like yeah. you know you don't understand like people will just start creating other like like fucking fairy tales off and just to kind of like oh yeah you know let, let's make this worse why not you know what i mean and it's like what now, like what? here's a quick example of how i know that even if I gave in on this one issue that everybody was, you know, slandering me about and all that kind of stuff, even if I gave in and just threw up the towel and I said, okay, I'm not going to pursue my God-given right to life, liberty, and freedom. And I'm going to put my, I'm going to prostrate. Do you know, it's a funny word, but do you know what prostrate means? It means bow prostrate. down before. Say that again. Like, like prostrate. <laughs> it sounds really weird, but the word prostrate means to bow down in submission to, even if I prostrated myself in submission to all these breeders that brought up, you know, this, this, this controversy with me, I still feel like I could never be myself. And they always would have held me down to a certain degree. And here's an example of that. Yeah. I was talking to breeders the other day and I said, Hey, I'm not breeding lemon frost anymore. I only have 60. Uh, first of all, he left a public comment on a public page saying that I was selling dozens or hundreds of lemon frost into the market and i went to him and i said hey i sold three i sold three to at at low cost almost pet quality cost like 50 bucks type cost you know so we're, i'm not making money off these things and it was just to a couple people that wanted this animal to study along with me and have it so here's this person that's saying exaggerating these truths that just aren't real and i correct him and um or this person and his response is, yeah, but blah, blah, blah. I don't care that I lied about you. I don't care that you're not breeding them anymore. I still have issue with you. And so even if I prostrated myself and submitted myself to these people on this one issue, I feel like no matter what I did, they would have tried to hold me down in some way, no matter what, you know what I mean? And so at the end of the day, I had to just stay the course. Um, 
and just stick with the people that's loyal, you know? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Okay, like I'm glad you mentioned that because even in my position, I could have just been like, you know, folded over and say, uh, you know, you're right, you're wrong. And, and here's the thing. I, I understood that I was wrong with certain ways I approached certain things for sure. Like I'm not... I'm not saying the way I handled certain episodes last year was right at all. Like there's certain, if I could go back, trust me, I would reword things and not say things so loosely the way I said it. I could, yeah. I could definitely admit that. But at the end of the day, like don't get mad at me for just talking on my channel and, and, and just telling you my own feelings off my own observation of being a part of something that, I mean, I'm not saying I'm the most passionate person in this hobby as far as working with animals but in this in this fucking area i am and and what i mean by that like in this in this room like in my world in my own little world i'm the most passionate person about what i do and and i don't know like i i at the end of the day like i always try to just keep it the way i want to keep it and that's genuine but it goes down to just jealousy bro like at the, you know there there are certain people that you never really really offended but you offended somebody they know and that is enough for them to fucking rally with them. And, you know, and that's why you really kind of when things happen like this, it kind of shows who your true people are and who aren't. You know what I mean? Um, so oh, it's yeah. kind of a yeah. it's kind of a blessing in a way. Trust me, like I don't I don't have no regrets. I, I If I could go back and avoid everything that I went through, I probably wouldn't want to change a thing because it's made me grow so much and it's made me realize so much. And it made me kind of really bring me down back to earth and understand like where I need to be putting my energy and attention at, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, real quick touching on that. You know, I, I have thought to myself so many times, do I regret buying the lemon frost? Do I regret making videos about it? And at the end of the day, it was something that I wanted to do. It was a project I wanted to see through. Um, I felt like this was just my feeling. I felt like I was dealt with unjustly unfairly in a way not even given a voice like nobody gave me a chance uh to even you know when you have a problem with somebody to slander their name on social media before you even try to give them a phone call it shows where your true intentions are before yeah. you call the person and say hey why are you doing this project what are your plans with this project and trying to get on the same page with the person if they're slandering you before that conversation happens, they never truly cared about your well-being to begin with. They just want to see you fail, and they're looking for an opportunity to make it happen. You know? So, dude, and I don't want to keep talking like about the situation I was in, but I mean, what baffles me, and I hope anyone out there listening really pays attention to what I'm about to say because I didn't make this a big deal, but I do want to kind of get this off my chest because I really feel like it makes a lot of sense to what you're saying right now. Um, there was one video that got put out about me being a bully that just, that just took off. Okay. And the person who made that one video never ever spoke to me about anything about, Hey MJ, you're offending my friends or MJ, like, can you stop this? Or like, or I'm talking like never right now, all of a sudden, he is coming on a coming openly on platform saying this is the 16th straw that he's broken with me and and, and i'm like what's like like and with all due respect how do you expect anyone to know what's really happening if you don't fucking go to them and talk to them like a man or a, or a friend or just like you know communicate that it's because there's an agenda 
there's an agenda behind it. So, and that's, I mean, cause you understand there's people I actually did physically talk to and there's people who did want to, you know, let's talk this out. People who want to talk things out are people who are obviously trying to grow. These are people who, who do want to figure out why it is that you're doing what you're doing and can we move on to the next step? But there are people out there who don't even give a fuck. They're like, I'm going in on you and I hope to God you burn and go away. That's kind of what it comes down to. But I mean, do you even want those people in your life anyways? Like, do you even want them close to you? It's better that those kind of people get exposed because yeah, it's better. It trust me. Like it's man, especially because when they can think about it, they they're going to go full force to try to take you out. And where'd you go? You went nowhere, but here you're still growing. Dude, they look stupid. They look really, really, really stupid after a while. And all you did was detach yourself from them and just do your thing. Just keep doing your thing. Yeah. And um, I'm like, I really want to get along with people. I don't want anybody to look stupid. I want to try to have us grow this hobby together and get along. But like you said, it's just, and you know, I'll say this real quick and then you can go to your thought. I understand why these topics are very sensitive and I respect your feelings that you hate what I'm doing. But just because you hate what I'm doing doesn't mean you don't have your own flaws that somebody else might hate. Like, let's think about this for a second. You hate me for experimenting with lemon frost. For trying. Peter, yeah, for for what? For trying. Like you're, or for you're, trying. For, for, yeah. yeah. Somebody, for, just like, for trying, like, you know, yeah. You understand, I really give you respect for the name Geeky. You're geeking out over this shit. That's not- Yeah, like, genetics, that's, I appreciate that. Like, what's the problem with that? Um, but 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 honestly, before I I I don't want to get off this topic because at the end of the day, no matter where your heart's at with this, is it lemon? What's it called? Lemon what? L lemon frost. Yeah. Lemon frost. No matter where your heart and your desire is with this lemon frost project, as of right now, after everything you've gone through so far, what's the overall take on this project? Are some people accepting it, or are some people saying, "Bro, that's still something you shouldn't work with"? I would say. The majority of the hobby is, oh gosh, I hate putting it this way, but the tier. Okay, let me just let me start with saying this: the leopard gecko hobby, and this is for all my leopard gecko breeders out there. They are well aware of this, so I am not saying anything new. The leopard gecko hobby is very, very snarky, strict, and ethically. Um, Ethically high-horsed, in a way. There's a lot of people. I don't know how else to put that. There's you're, a lot you're, of people. You're, describing, you're describing the Condra community. I love it. Oh, you know what? I think it's very similar. There's a lot of people that are like, if you don't do things exactly the way I want you to do it, if you don't prostrate yourself beneath my holy feet, since I've been doing this for 20 years and you're just getting, you're just a wee little pup five years in or whatever, if you don't listen to everything that I say, you are going to be shunned. You're going to become an enemy of me. And that controlling type of behavior is dictates disgusting. a lot of what goes yeah. on in the leopard gecko hobby. And so I would say the majority of the hobby, majority, is completely against anybody who even thinks about trying to clean up the lemon frost line only because the only reason they're against that is because they were told to be against that. Even if I had, even if they um, truly believe in what I'm doing, if they were approached and kind of, if they were approached by another breeder and another breeder said, Hey, Frank's experimenting le with lemon frost. We can't associate with Frank. 
and they chose to follow that breeder that was shunning me, then they showed where their loyalty lies. They showed their true colors at that one moment. I can't do anything about that. But there's a lot of that that goes on in the leopard gecko hobby. And um, my platform, the platform I have, I even have a leopard gecko page called um, Non-Judgmental Leopard Gecko Keepers and Breeders. Because in general, similar to the Chondro community, the leopard gecko community is very, very judgmental. Uh, the leopard gecko community is very judgmental. The breeders are very judgmental. The, the keepers are very judgmental. And although every hobby is, it's a little bit, um, it's, it's strong in the leopard gecko world. So my goal in creating an, a YouTube channel, a Facebook page, all of my content pages are all geared around one thing, open, respectful conversation of different perspectives, different opinions, and just promotion of the species that we love. And so even some of the people that have slandered me, I would still, I would walk right up to them right now and shake their hand and say, let's be friends. The past is the past, let's move forward. But the problem is in the leopard gecko hobby, that has never happened. It hasn't happened when I was at 1000 followers. It hasn't happened when I was at 8,000 followers. And now I'm at 40,000 followers on YouTube. I'll see, I've reached out to some of them. Hey, why not team up with me? Even yeah. though you might have some qualms with who I am or some of the projects I work, why because, would you because, not? Because because it's only going to help you. That's why. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, bro, because listen, there's, dude, understand that there are people, and, and I probably should have never done this, but I'm glad I did because it is what it is. I labeled a certain tier of the of what we do and this isn't just ball python even though this all started with ball python people but this is everything we do in this industry there are the top tiers there's mid tiers and there's the bottom feeders okay and i'm not even talking about bottom tiers i'm talking about lower than the bottom tiers i'm talking about people who are just here who don't want to see nobody else grow because for whatever fucked up disease reason why they don't want to grow they 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 it's like you know misery enjoys company you know that saying right yeah, yeah. You ever, you ever heard that? Okay, so they have understand when you first come in this and you make friends, right? Well, guess what? You guys all have your favorites. And what I mean by favorites, you guys all have your favorite top breeder, okay? Mm -hmm. But as you get closer to that top breeder and then, and then that other person just stops growing and you're getting closer, this goes back to the fucking like, oh, well, poo me. Look at me. Look at him. What the fuck? Look yeah. at his look at his followers. And this is all behind the scenes, dwelling, bitching, probably throwing their phone on the ground, doing all sorts of fucking fuck because it's jealousy. You know what I mean? But what can you do about that? All I got to say at the end of the day, if you ever, if you ever want to make amends to those type of de like demographic of what we do, mm -hmm. good luck because more likely they don't want to make the men's. They're not going to want to make the men's. They rather, because they know if, someone else sees that they're cool with you it's gonna well hey maybe mj's not bad as because look this yeah. person's cool with you you know what i mean and so oh for sure yeah. it's like it's like paddling on a boat for somebody you don't even know where you're paddling to you're just like i'm already on this like fuck you and so i always say if you're gonna paddle for somebody have a purpose like have a fucking reason like do like do you don't make don't have someone force a paddle in your hand and say hop on jump on voluntarily like say i'm here because i know why i'm here 
and there's so many people who just get voiced like meaning like they they are being they, they get told what to do basically it's like talking about gatekeeping right or or whatever or yeah. or doing what they feel like they have to do to be cool in the group chats like you want to know one thing i've always avoided and and, and anytime anyone they, guys all even my homies listen to me okay anytime anyone's try to involve me in a group chat i leave i don't want nothing to do with that shit. i'm sorry <laughs> No, I don't. No, I don't. No, I'm good. I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm good. Mind you, there's a couple of like, like management, like stuff for the for for the podcast I do. But I don't have these all these friendly and and oh, let's you know, like no, fuck that political shit because I don't trust that shit at all. I don't. Um, and and, and also, I already knew that this how this this is how this game was when I first came into this game. I saw how people were treating my boy Miguel Garcia, who at that time and still at this time was like the biggest spender on ball like being at that time he was the biggest new ball python guy just buying crazy shit and people were just like what the fuck but he was being called a one-hit wonder and being called all this shit there were mm. so many quote-unquote wannabe fake-ass gatekeepers trying to stop this guy and i saw miguel create his own gates every single time so i was like well, fuck mm. all these people like these fuck all these goddamn bottom feeders who are just gonna be there and mind you you could be dude they're like there's cool bottom i mean i like crab i like fucking lobster i guess <laughs> i guess if you're gonna be at a bottom don't be a fucking a, a, a sea cucumber but still like i noticed that at the end of the day you don't need nobody but yourself to make the certain moves that you need to make in this fucking world you definitely don't yeah. need a group chat you don't need a group of friends no no guys i'll tell you what less is more you do need people but you don't need a fucking group of people you need to just make that right partnership with the person you vibe with and they're out there this is why I love the reptile game, because if you go to reptile shows, you're going to bump shoulders with the right person. And you guys are going to create that like you're going to create a, a, an actual organic relationship and you will run ideas off each other. And that's yeah. where things will take off. I'm telling you right now. There, there's a lot of breeders that are in this chat right now. Dude, I don't know what happened, but Arizona blew up for there, leopard hey, hey, breeders. Hey, hey, Arizona's on fire right now. Okay, Arizona's on say. fire for the whole reptile hobby. Yeah. Arizona but, right now is 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 carrying major weight right now. That's all I gotta say. I hope the whole West Coast, California, Nevada, Arizona. I hope this whole West Coast can have as many shows one day as the East Coast does. You know, and yeah. that will give plenty of opportunity and business for people. So I'm not gonna lie. There's a lot of people in the chat right now from Arizona that are my friends, and and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna try to make I'm gonna try to support you, but at the same time. We are also, it was wrong. Did you say there's a lot of people in the chats that aren't your friends or are no, your no. friends? People in the chat that are my friends from oh, Arizona. I thought, you said art. I thought you said art. No. I'm like, wow. There, mi like, there might be some that aren't. I don't want to say, I don't want to speak for them. I'm so sorry. But, um, I, I, I could have sworn I, I thought, and I was going to say, bro, this, this is something I would say. If I had a podcast and I saw all these people <laughs> in the chats that I, that I know that, that don't like me, I would be like, listen. I, you're but, probably so, reading the chat like, "What is going on?" Because no, no, you're no, not, oh, yeah, but dude, dude, you're getting all love. It's all love in the chat. Yeah, Let me no, I appreciate right now. The, chat, the chats um, are killing it right now. And and respectfully, everyone who's in the chat, I really re thank you guys for being here and, and respect yeah. you guys for being here. Um, but I have a lot of friends in Arizona and or acquaintances that are leopard gecko breeders, and although I would love to see them succeed. And I push sales their way if I can't meet demand or whatever the case is. And I would love to give them advice of what's working for me. I'm 
I'm kind of like no secrets type guy, you know? A lot of people don't talk numbers when it comes to leopard geckos. We could talk numbers if you want. I could tell you what I made at the last show. I could tell you what I made this month. Give yeah. people a sort of expectation. But that's another thing that hasn't been promoted in leopard geckos is the business side of things. Nobody talks about that. Nobody, and except me. So because of that, it kind of discourages new breeders from thinking that they could do it and getting in. When the even though you're my competitor in a way you're going to reach a different audience that is going to become my customer at some point let's take tucson's finest leos he's way down in tucson he's going to bring people in hobby that of that are buying geckos from him but eventually because i'm friends with him and they see me associating with him they want to diversify their genetics diversify their bloodlines and they're going to say who else in arizona has black geckos, orange geckos, geckos, whatever they're looking for. And they're going to look at Joe from Wildcard Geckos. They're going to look at Frank from Geeky Gecko Creations. And they're going to start buying from other breeders because nobody just buys from one breeder unless you're Canova. Some Canova fans only buy from Canova. But you know what I mean? Nobody buys just from one person, you know? Well, hold on. Let me, let me stop you there because Canova is a more common name when you think of like, the, the baller spending money with a baller breeder, right? Yeah. But understand, Justin is definitely not the only fucking baller-ass ball python right. breeder, top-tier breeder, who has those customers that just go back to them. Bro, yeah. I only bought from Miguel, and not that I spent a lot of money compared to how other of these guys spend money, but for the first year and a half to two years, all I bought snakes through was Miguel, okay? So, and that's because Miguel took care of me. Miguel is known for taking care of people. But that's how you do it. So you can't get mad at somebody who has somebody else who's just willing to dump money with you all because they believe in what you're doing. Don't be mad at me, bro. Don't be mad at me, bro. But that's the way how this works. If you're pay if you're patient enough, okay, if you are really meant for this shit, things will happen for you in a way you will never expect. And it comes, bro. Oh my god, there's so much to. To, there's so much meat on this bone in this reptile fucking game that that any it's, it's enough for anyone to chew off of what we need is yeah. more diehard passionate keepers we need yeah, people sure. and here's the thing bro like when i found about the spider gene right like i i remember getting i remember getting rid of all my spider be found out before i before i saw youtube videos on spider and that's because First and foremost, I didn't love the gene enough for me to want to prove out what's wrong with the spider, right? And mm -hmm. and but but honestly, if there was something with the chondro, I think I would, right? And 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 the only reason why I didn't want to take the time and effort into even thinking about what's what's up with this spider thing is because I'm a part of the rat race at that time, the ball python rat. I'm like, dude, I know that I don't need this in my fucking, I don't need this shit because of this weird fucking court <laughs> yeah, thing, and i don't want it so i got rid of it i got rid of it then it was a big anti-push on spiders but if you out there are very curious about why it is something happens when something is born then don't fuck everybody go figure it out god bless you we need more keepers like that um but you know i i want to say right now like you know let's just say if i came to you bro and i was like just ready to spend money with you with this lemon lemon. I'm so sorry. What is it? Lemon crust. Lemon frost. Lemon sorry. frost. 
Let me write this. You down. should. I should show you what one oh. looks like. Well, I, yeah, I'll put one. Okay, but listen, I want to come into the Lemon Frost game, and I want to spend some good money, right? And, and, and let's yeah. say I'm a good friend of yours. Like, let's say we're 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 close, right? Sure. What would, would you give? Would you address it? Oh, sorry, your mic just cut off. I missed it right after address. Hold on. Can you hear yeah, me now? Yeah, okay. yeah. Right after address. What would you what would you tell me? Like, what would you like? like it basically, if anyone were to hit you up in the DMs and say, Lemon Frost, I want in, yeah. what would be some of the things you would tell them? Dude, I just released a video on an update of our Lemon Frost. So here's another way you could identify. Oh gosh, I hate pointing this out as a hater. I, I hate using the word hater. Dude, and if this is. person, if this person is watching, I love you. I want to make amends with you, but what you said. Anyway, I don't want to. Oh, oh, you know, you're you're in a good place. Just say it. Yeah. Who are we talking okay, about? so how about I say what they said, and you could kind of see the irony in it. So what instead of who they are, what what they said was they said. Um, oh gosh, now I forgot. I did what you did. I always do this one one episode myself. I haven't done so what, that yet. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, I took it for you. Um, okay, we were talking about he was posting this publicly. We were talking about lemon frost. Okay, so his original reasoning to me now granted everybody else that was a critical a critique put i'm putting this nicely everyone that was a critic of me in lemon frost and publicly showing their criticism none of them ever agreed to have a phone call with me and i tried to reach out and have phone calls with them except one which is the person i'm talking about right now and we actually had who's that person three I can't say. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. How, how do we grow from this if we don't know? Okay. If the person agrees to come on a show with me or whatever that, you know, then, and you could be like the mediator kind of thing. I would, I would love to, and Donnie are kind of like being mediators for the hobby and beef that's going on right now. I got a beef, hey, I got a, every hobby. I got a beef with Donnie right now, dude. Donnie, Donnie's yeah. treating me like a fucking, like, like a side piece biscuit. And no. Yeah. He's cheating on me right now. I think I'm not happy with Donnie. Well, the guy, the the guy's name has the letter H and S in it. I'll say that. <laughs> but it's in the get. This is a gecko. This is a gecko guy, right? This is a gecko guy. Yeah, I don't a good guy, him. actually, a, a good guy. I respect him. I hung up the phone with him, and before I hung up the phone with him, I I told him these exact words. I said, "You know what? Blah blah blah. H S. You actually have a higher level of ethics than I do." And I respect you for that. You know, I hope that we could get along just because my level of ethics, you know, I'm okay with a little bit more experimentation to a certain degree. And, and, you know, I don't ever purposely try to put an animal through suffering, but that was the reason that I bought into this project in the first place is I did not see these animals suffering. And so I thought it was okay in my ethical standpoint to experiment a little further with it and see what happens when outcrossing it further. But this person was like, oh, no, I would never even do that. I would never even try. Now, if that's the standard we're using, we would have to demonize Brian Barcheck, uh, Kevin from Nerd. We would have to demonize leave those, leave those guys everybody. Alone. Leave, leave them alone, bro. I know. Look, I know. I'm sorry. Brian's, Brian's in the hospital right now, okay? Just leave that guy. Leave, leave I didn't know boy. that. Yeah. Okay, let me use Leopard Gecko people. Right, we would yeah, have to demonize you. Matt Baronic, which is Matt Baronic is looked at as a god. In the leopard gecko world i'll tell you but matt baronic bred a bunch of enigmas 
and made a ton of money off of enigmas, which is another controversial gene before he eventually left the hobby. He made a hunt, you know, he, he said this in one of his videos, this is what baller status is for leopard geckos, by the way, we'll get into this soon. He made a hundred thousand dollars. He made six figures one year in, in leopard geckos. And a huge portion of that was from enigmas. Enigmas are leopard geckos that have a mental disorder. They spin around in circles. They starve themselves to death and die. It's a very, made, very you made, you made money off those motherfuckers like that. Oh, for sure. But all of his crowd and the people that look at him as a god want to look at me as the devil because I wanted to experiment uh, with a group of animals that is already working. What'd you say? A H or H A H? You said? I think I know. Oh, I thought I said A H. So I'm kind of flipping the things backwards and stuff, so you don't know. So what this person said to me was. Way back when I got off the phone with the person, he said, Frank, you have too big of a reach on, in, on YouTube. You are going to send the wrong message to young breeders coming into the hobby who look up to you and see what you're doing, and they want to try the same thing. And I said, you know what? You have a good point. I got to admit, you have a great point. You know, with much power comes much responsibility. Back then, I only had like 2,000 followers. It was nothing. But that was, that's a lot for leopard geckos. There was no other channels besides me and one other channel that were growing at a fresh rate. All the other content on YouTube was Matt Baronic from Sasselbeck Reptiles, the god of leopard geckos from 12 years ago. Imagine looking up ball python videos and the first thing that pops up is 12 year old videos. You're gonna be like, where are the, con where are the relevant videos? That's what the YouTube leopard gecko world looked like until I came along, until um, Gecopia came along, and Gekopia and I were neck and neck for the longest time until I just took off with, you know, this viral reel and all that kind of stuff. But um, so what he said, what he said to me, I'm sorry, I keep detracting a little, but what he said was, what did I say he said? He said, uh, oh, he said, you're, you making content about the lemon frost, even if it's in a distant observatory way, telling people they shouldn't do it, they're going to still want to do it because they're watching you do it. And guess what he's been haggling me on in the comments i had to ban him from my page because he was who's he was it, just um again uh, hs he was just hs or sh i can't say you gotta figure it out hey somebody guys gotta... can somebody please fucking connect these dots <laughs> i'm serious so hey, he wait, was hold, harassing time me out, time, out, time out hold on hold on hey we're, are we friends mm. i think we're friends right me and you yeah I, okay i, I consider i give yeah. you some information you give me some information oh man i don't want to do that though. i, I will tell you I you wait have... you saw how it goes when we release people's names publicly we're not but we're not we're, no listen okay whatever that 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 first time that that's a one-off we're not doing it i'm not i'm just asking yeah. who this person is that's not like oh f them no okay you know what I just maybe wanted, it'll help with maybe it'll help with the mediation because yeah, this person won't listen to maybe me. That's that's what I'm that's, thank you, thank you. They're still dissing me. If you and John, if you and uh, if you and or you and Donnie want to be a mediator in some of the leopard gecko beef yes, that's going I'm on, I'm trying to take notes. Help. I need notes, yeah. buddy. Come on. E so yeah. everyone's gonna know this as soon as I say it, except the ball python people. It's Tippa. <laughs> how about I agree to this? I won't say what his company is, but I'll say his name. Dude, just stop already, bro. You're wasting time, bro. Just stop. <laughs> the whiskey's talking. So Tell anyway, Bubba it? got it. Bubba got it. It's, it's Bubba. It's a guy. It's a it's a guy named Seth. It's yeah. Bubba. No, no, Bubba. Bubba guess. Bubba. It's Bubba. It. It's Bubba. It's him. 
Oh, it's Seth. Oh, it's Seth. okay. Yeah. Seth, who? Seth, what? What's his last? What's what's he go by? What's Seth? What? Oh gosh, you really want to? How about if Bubba wants to tell you, he could tell you. Hey, Bubba, send me a DM right now, please, buddy. <laughs> tell me right now my DM right now. Okay, I'll, that's fine. He's just gonna tell me. Anyway, I I love this guy, Seth. I think he has some of the highest level of oh. ethical breeding Found in it. our hobby. Found it. Found it, Golly. buddy. Golly, see, I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have said nothing, man. I shouldn't have brought up other people's names Wait, in my what's mouth. What's he huffing? Is he huffing like good stuff or bad stuff? That's a good what's point. Happening? All right, yeah. Actually, this ties into business. Um, Seth from Huff's Herbs, he's actually pulling out of leopard geckos a little bit because of how competitive the market is. Even though he has great leopard geckos, he's focusing more on African fat tails, and that just shows you how to make money in leopard geckos. To make money in leopard geckos, you really need to develop a following and differentiate yourself because there might be a few mid-tier breeders that swap geckos with you or trade with you. But at the end of the day, it's the new, you have to develop a new clientele. You have to bring in new customers that are getting into the hobby. And that's one of the things I love about the reptile hobby every single day. Think about this, MJ. Every single day, there is a seven-year-old boy or girl that is turning eight that is about to ask for their first reptile. And you could be their, the first person they buy from. Every single day, there's dozens of new people coming into the hobby. That's the audience I'm after. I'm not trying to compete with the, the people in the top tier that have, been, that have their own audience for the, and followers for the last 20 years. I'm trying to develop my own 20 year following. So 20 years from now, I could be a top tier breeder and where they are, following behind me so to speak you know so this person seth seth i love you buddy i love you but this just doesn't make sense what he told me was he does not want me making lemon frost content because it promotes lemon frost it promotes lemon frost bottom line but so he's, then he's, he's telling you not to make lemon frost he's not well, he's telling me not to make lemon frost content as well as not making lemon frost but that doesn't make sense because you have to make content to build and build and sell something how yeah. the fuck do you market it if you want it to well, go somewhere here's the thing here's another lie that was going around everybody you know seth and some other people were, were spreading these words that i my goal was to get rich off of lemon frost when all it's done is cause me problems i sold three of them for fifty dollars each and i lost dozens of customers through this whole fiasco maybe even hundreds because of this fiasco um now i'm not threatened by that because like i said i never want to rely on somebody else to feed me i want to rely on myself to feed me if you are going to slander my name and you are going to push me down then okay have fun trying but i'm going to develop my own clientele i'm going to develop my own customer base i'm going to develop people that like and support what I'm doing genuinely. Um, here's a problem that exists in the hobby. Oh, because you like Frank, you have to choose. You can't follow Frank and follow me. That is the worst mentality to stunt a hobby's growth. And I that few things in this hobby pet peeve me, but that is one of the biggest things that pet peeves me is when other people are like, you can't follow me and somebody else that I dislike you have to choose oh, but anyway what seth said was he said stop making lemon frost content because it's going to encourage other people to breed more lemon frost now i'm an educator i like to educate on the the good the bad and the ugly if something's going good 
I'm going to educate on it. If something's going bad, I'm going to educate on it. But he didn't want me to educate on it at all. However, he sent me a message of that after we hung up the phone, I thought we were pretty good. But then he started, um, he started commenting on all of my videos and commenting on all my Instagram posts and making a big deal out of everything, calling me unethical, slandering my name, blah, blah, blah. And um, in all of his posts, eventually he sent me a DM. I went to his DMs and I said, hey, Seth, buddy, let's talk about this. I, I, I don't want to see all this negativity in my feed. Let's try to figure this out. And what he said to me was, we're past the point of figuring it out. At this point, I'm just going to troll you. I saved this message from him. I actually have this message from him saying he his goal is to troll me from this point forward. Man, I've rambled on a little bit. I, I didn't want to talk crap about Seth. Seth's a good guy. Buy from Seth. He's got great animals. But at the end of the day, this this just doesn't line up. You know, I'm not I'm not saying don't buy from Seth. I'm just saying Seth is wrong in this instance. And I will I will but, gladly but it's, admit that. Okay it's okay for Seth to say not to buy from you. That's what I'm saying. Like, like people yeah. need to understand you're not going to be attacked. Like you could fucking speak how you need to speak it. You're going to go to bed feeling really good tonight, Frank. I can tell you that much right now. I hope so. <laughs> no, I mean, bro, this is what you do. If, if you are, if you and your heart aren't doing anything wrong, then fuck what anyone has to say about you. What the fuck? Because, yeah. bro, my dad always said this. Everything comes out in the wash eventually, right? If they yeah. are claiming, if they're claiming that you have shit stains on your drawers and they want to come to your laundry, tell them to show you the shit stains. Show me. Right. Show me where all these things that you're going on a rant about. Show me. So, dude, everyone gets their fucking time and place to speak. Don't ever feel like you can't speak, Frank. Who I don't give yeah. a fuck how big the person is, how where their status is. Fuck all that shit. This is what made me love Barcheck so much. You know how many big fucking people I looked up to told me not to be friends with Barcheck? And I was like, why? Mm -hmm. Like, like, why? Like, I don't understand. And none of it turned out to be what it was. And and yeah. and I let that be life hanging out with him. All these fucking experiences with Barcheck never proved out to be what people were trying to make him seem. You know what I mean? And and right. these are like I said, no, no disrespect to these top people, but these are people. Who only make money if they can make money now at shows and and you know they're not doing bar check things they're not fucking you know what i mean like like yeah bar check's a real leader like he's a leader you know what i mean mm -hmm. justin miguel uh levance mark bailey uh and i'm only talking ball python people because that's my world those are real leaders like these are people who don't need nobody because they've already built their that they needed people at some point but now their their foundation is so solid to where like bro just let process let the results prove itself. And I just feel right now, um, which we got to get into our last topic here before we get into some hot seat questions. Um, I just feel right now, I want you to kind of say for anyone out there, this is going to be a wrap up question for you. So for anyone out there who's wondering the money behind making leopard geckos, like Perfect. even though, even though, Good topic. even though things are a little behind compared to like the ball Python world. Okay. Do you ever yeah. see things leading to there? Do you ever see things like, do you see a potential um, or do you feel like it's already blowing up? Like, let's kind of talk about the money in the leopard gecko game right now. Yeah, that's a wonderful topic. So let me, in the ball Python world, the top tier breeders, which might be like five to seven top tier breeders are grossing over a million dollars a year. You know, the ball Python world better than me. Is that a fair assessment? You would say the top tier are grossing a million dollars or maybe over 800,000 or something like that a year. I know the number one 
like one of the number one breeders is in like past five million. So yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So well, so the way I look at it as there's in the ball python world, there's like five to seven people that are in that tier above one million, let's say. Everybody right. else is in the tier at five hundred thousand or below, which is a good tier, you know? And then people below them are in the startup tier, you know, just getting started and, and whatnot. In the leopard gecko world, nobody talks about business, but I think this is just my personal thought, and I could be wrong. I think our top tier breeders, there's only two or three of them in the world, in America, and maybe on a good year, they might be grossing in leopard gecko sales, just leopard geckos, 100,000 to 150,000, and that's our top tier. Now, is that bad? By no means, because leopard geckos are very easy to maintain. Once they become adults, they're eating little, they could literally survive off of three mealworms a month and never lose weight. Versus with ball pythons, you gotta feed them rats. You know what I mean? And the, the food exchanges, the expenses on the ball python side is much higher than the expenses on the leopard gecko side. So um, on Shark Tank, I'm a big entrepreneur now. I never thought I would be, but on Shark Tank, they always say, I would rather have 10% of, what do they say? I would rather have 10% of a watermelon than a hundred percent of a grape because the 10 percent of the watermelon is a bigger piece of the pie and so in leopard geckos one good thing that we have going for us is the expenses are minimal if you're smart about it you know what i mean and if you're efficient about it so these guys that are making 100 to 150k a year on leopard geckos they might be they might be netting they might be netting 50 to 75,000 to after expenses which is and after paying themselves by the way for a business to be profitable you have to pay yourself if your business is making $100,000 a year but you haven't paid yourself a salary that is equivalent to that $100,000 a year you haven't computed all of your expenses yet um however if you're paying yourself a salary and making profits on top of that that's double bonus for you so i still think people could make decent amount of money in the leopard gecko world but here's here's the big but mj the people that are in the top tier it took them 20 years to get there yeah for so sure 100 it's um it's a i'm trying to get to the top tier within a five-year plan i'm trying to be at a hundred thousand gross sales on just leopard geckos in a five-year plan i don't know if that's going to be possible but I'm, I'm shooting for it you know um and i think the way to do that for me is my strategy is numbers the benefit that i have on my side is i do this full time a lot of scale breeders that are trying to get to the top a lot of them do this part-time so their time money resources are limited i have an entire house that i could expand leopard geckos into i have an entire day i have 24 hours of a day that i could dedicate to leopard geckos those are the benefits that i have going for me and so if i can produce enough animals to sell you know slightly below market value or even below market value and that's my competitive edge to make that 100K a year, 
then that's my business strategy compared to somebody who's been in the business for 15 years and sells less animals at a higher price, but makes the same as me. You see what I mean? I'm putting a deadline on my hundred grand. I, and I know you've already been successful with making a hundred grand as a ball python breeder within your first years, first six years. But you got to understand in the leopard gecko world, a hundred grand is really, really tough to make. You know what I mean? Here's Bubba. He's sharing some, ex Bubba is, he's somebody that's been in the hobby 15, 20 years. He is somebody that sells high dollar animals and less volume of them. But he's been doing this 15, 20 years. Yeah. I've only been in this five years. So if I'm trying to match Bubba's um, output of financial gain, I need to come up with a strategy strategy that's going to work. Because guess what? Nobody, and I don't know if it's like this in the ball python world, you know, or whatnot, but people are not buying, for the most part, expensive animals off of brand new breeders they would rather go oh, no. to an experienced breeder yeah because they, they need a resume they need, they a, need a resume yeah. but if you as a brand new breeder could offer that expensive animal at seven at 60 to 75 percent of the cost that person might think twice now if you're making enough of those you could actually surpass the people that are 20 years in the hobby just by being strategic by making more and selling them at a less rate if you can market yourself. And that's the biggest thing. My number one tip, here's my number one takeaway for leopard geckos is a hard hustle. If you are five years in this, you need to figure out a way to market yourself, get to shows, network, get on morph market, get on YouTube, get on Instagram, offer deals to people. You got to grind this out. You know what I mean? In a, in a, in a, show me show me an easy hustle how about that show me show yeah, me it's show never me, be show me a real easy hustle where you're just racking in money off the first couple of years it doesn't work like that and you know what as much as there's probably people cringing what you just said about you want to do what people did in 20 years and five years dude i hope they cringe till they they have a cramp in their neck i don't give a fuck that is that is an epic awesome goal for you to have that's what miguel did but but a lot more than 100k i'm just saying like because of the ball python you know money is a lot more you know profitable in in uh where we're at but i'm just saying like dude you know how many people looked at miguel and were like oh these are your like if miguel actually was close enough to you back then and told you what his plans were and you were already in the game spending money you probably would have thought oh this guy no nah, it's not gonna happen and look i'm telling you right now man I feel like your your passion about what you because I mean this is a really good podcast, man. You're you're everything that you're spitting right now has only been facts. I I haven't seen any holes in what the shit you've been saying tonight, man. Um, so I gotta say, you you Frank need to just keep doing Frank and just believe in the process of what you're doing for your fucking for your brand, bro. Because you're doing good things, and there's people in here who ride for you. I could I got you got a lot of support in the chats. I got to tell you, okay. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, um. I mean, it's like people always want to make money, but they don't want to put in the work. At the end of the day, you got to even see if you're if you're made to make money in this. Some people will look at you, Frank, and say, well, I want to be like Frank, but how do you know you're meant to do what Frank does? Like, how? You don't know unless you give it some time. If you're not willing to give the time, it ain't going to work. But that's the thing. That's what makes a hustle a hustle. Time, patience, putting your head down, and just fucking waiting. Hard work. Perfect timing equals 
what we need. That's it. Hard, once once hard work catches up to perfect timing in life, bro, I'm telling you right now, it's things just start to happen. But what are you going to do till then? You just got to keep grinding. That's it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm still not paying myself. I just put everything back into the business, uh, pay off my my rent, which is my mortgage on my house where I'm operating the business out of. I just today I was looking at work vehicles. So like all the, of the company going back into expansion and that's tip number two before we get to hot seats is roll your money back into expansion so for example last year i produced so i don't know if you know about the black knight leopard gecko but that's like the creme de la creme the cream of the crop that's what everybody wants is a black gecko because that's some of the highest tier projects i do i'm not gecko. i'm not those are fucking sick as fuck i'm not they are lie. sick so this year alone i produced maybe i didn't even count them yet um I probably got 50 to 70 black knights sitting on my shelf right now and another 20 to 30 or 50 outcrossed black knights all that could make for me really dark black knights why didn't I sell those why didn't I sell all of those and have a 100k year just like I wanted because sustainability yeah. if you everything that is going to make you money in the future you are not going to be able to sustain a hundred thousand dollars year after year see it's not good enough to just make a hundred thousand dollars for one year you need to make a hundred thousand dollars year after year after year after year and that takes preparation here's the thing this is why i was never made for corporate america because corporate america is designed to put a roof over your head and what i mean by roof is like the potential of money like yeah sure you could be in a commission-based job which that was my my bread and butter i always wrote my own checks but once i wanted like stability you know what i mean because they're like commission-based jobs aren't stable you know what i mean it's like you're fucking <laughs> you're just rolling the dice you know what i mean but i kind of like that pressure but when you're trying to start a family and get married it's kind of easier just to do the you know the management like do like go the what the corporate route right but mm. understand that like dude i i remember i'll never forget like making i was making money at a point where i'm like dude oh imagine if i had a, a seventy thousand dollar salary like you know on top of making this money well guess what i eventually made it to that salary still wasn't enough okay um and 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 i felt like if i am in a position where i know that my capabilities are maxed out like if i know that my head keeps hitting the roof and no matter how hard i keep pushing my head just keeps hitting the roof yeah the fuck? what's my motivation like there's like th this is how far i can go and that's how corporate america is built it's it's built struck like no and, and i'm talking about people making four hundred thousand dollars a year it's not enough like you know what i mean so yeah. and that's because they are i don't know man it, it, i got I, I just i know that there are like this country's built off hard-working americans right this country is built off corporate corporate people and we do need corporate people just not everyone's made made for that life i i once i knew that i the whole writing my whole check my own checks and all that was going a different route and now now i'm at mercy of this company dude mm -hmm. it was terrible like you know what i mean um but then you also like you know like i said you also have people who just don't believe in spending money at all all they want to do is save they want to save 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 I mean, bro, look what you're doing. You're not even paying yourself. You're putting everything back into the fucking business because in five, six, seven years from now, 
all that doesn't it's not gonna matter you know what i mean so but it's a mentality bro like like everything that we do and like i said my mentality changed when i came into this game bro i didn't my my brain was in the gutters and i i could have probably been something in the music industry if i had more of a business mindset but back then it was all about partying selling drugs hooking up with the hottest chicks and just being a fucking just a piece of shit like a real wild rock star piece of shit no no goals but short-term goals until i came into this world now everything's longevity bro so um I don't know, man. I, I just got to say that everyone needs to just kind of, de de you know, Mark Bailey. Shout out to my boy, Mark Bailey. Do you know who Mark Bailey is? Mark Bailey Reptiles? Yeah. yeah. Legend. legend. Uh, good friend of mine. But he always just kind of hopes people find their passion in life. Because when you find something you're really passionate about, as we'd have, right? Yeah. It changes you. Like, I mean, come on, bro. You, you, you seem to, you seem like you're on a mission right now, Frank. You really do. Like, I, and, 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 and I know what it's like to be in a, a, a five year or less, uh, player in a game like this where you would you would hope some of the bigger names would ride with you and they're not that's okay though bro like that that right there will align itself it fixes itself because look you look at everyone in the chats you had nothing yeah. but love in the chats tonight so and i appreciate that thank you chat <laughs> yeah man no listen they, i think they appreciate you i appreciate you this was a great episode that we do have hot seat questions before we let you head out and and frank we're gonna collaborate buddy i gotta tell you this is a round two worthy episode you're going to come back on this show we're going to fucking bring another we're going to bring another leopard gecko guest on we're gonna, <laughs> hs we're just going to go at it man uh, me, oh. me, you me you and the huffer we need you know a I mean? we need a moderator we need moderators me. i'll oh. moderate i'll moderate the shit out of it we're good real quick just to be honest and and ever i see some people in the chat that probably could identify that this is real we really do need moderators in the leopard gecko hobby because it's such a backstabby hobby and without I'm moderators, bro, but nobody. Bro, it's not just leopard geckos. It's, it's not just leopard geckos. You're right. You're absolutely right. It's every hobby on this earth. It's everything that has human contact backstabbing. Yeah, you're right. Bro, you, it doesn't matter what you do. And here's the thing. I, I kind of need to let everyone else know that. If you're in a fucking – if your department of reptiles – feels like oh everyone's back no okay if you want to cross over to this species there's backstabbing there it all matters <laughs> yeah. it all matters on how tough your skin is bro you gotta these knives that are trying to be put into your back they have to start deflecting off your back and you just keep going you're a fucking you're an animal you're a beast like think about we're talking about like those we're talking about those monsters in certain video games that like yeah, yeah. are so hard to kill because like there's only certain parts of their body that could be hit right that's what you yeah. got to be, bro. Like, just not a monster. Be a good guy. And just fucking, you know, just make it harder for you to take me down. That's it, bro. Because the backstabbing's never, never going to stop. And it's going to only get, it's only, it only, okay, it never stops. The more you grow, you become more vulnerable of backstabbing. And the more you grow, the closer the backstabbing gets to you. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, you got to be careful. Like, Keep the enemy's like, close. Dude, I'm telling you, right, up to, though. I've had a Patreon page for over three years now, and I love, I love all my Patreon members, man. But I, yeah. I see people who've paid me over a thousand dollars being a part of my Patreon, yeah, who, who never, who, who never, who never really fucked with me. And I'm like, mm -hmm. why you paid me this? You paid me this much money to be a part of what I do, and it turns out you were never a supporter. Mm. what do you like but but obviously it's a it's a it's a circle thing it's and that makes sense it's a marketing thing but at the end of the day that's how weird people are understand yeah. that there are people who will pay to support you and they don't support you what the fuck sure. 
Where are we? <laughs> and listen, I God bless anything out there, but man, let's get these round two questions in and out, man. We got yeah, I, got, I got a, um, I had Did something. You right have gecko specific questions, or is it going to be like the uh, egg cutting? Yeah, bro, I got to tell you, man. This is, dude, I do ball pythons, man. We invested fifty k into the puzzle project, so that's my long term high end investment goal. So I'm not. So, I'm not telling you how these hot questions are going. You're, you just need to. Okay. You need to get served. You're gonna get served. Are you ready for these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. All right, here we go. Hot seat question: Leopard Gecko Edition for Ooh, free. Ooh, a Leopard Gecko Edition one. Coming in hot. You ready? Lemon frost or no lemon frost? <laughs> here we go. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Ideal leopard gecko diet. Uh, mealworms. Ideal leopard gecko setup for an adult a uh, tub racking system your thoughts on putting a leopard gecko in a exoterra or more of a vision tank uh, okay <laughs> okay <laughs> i can't say it i mean i could warn you some of the things that could go wrong but for the most part until it goes wrong you don't know what's going to go wrong until it goes wrong you know so hottest newest leopard gecko project in the game oh gosh ooh, that's a tough one um um i still think it's the black knight the black knight's been going strong for a while i i still got to say the black knight project to mist or spray a leopard gecko or to never spray or miss a leopard gecko <laughs> that's actually a good question because some people do spray their geckos um I would. <laughs> I'm a big sprayer. Now, I don't know if you know how leopard geckos shed, but it's your, normally through a humid hide. And I know this isn't meant to be a drawn-out answer, so I'm just going to say I prefer not to spray the leopard gecko. I prefer just to give them a hide. You give them a hide that is humid, and you spray the hide. You don't spray the gecko. Got it. I would spray a ball python, though. I've done it. I spray them all day if I need to. Frozen thought or live? Uh, live, dude. I can't. I can't feed frozen thawed two hours, three hours trying to feed one snake. Now nah, forget that. It is a lot of work. Um, yeah. Egg cut or no cut? Ooh, I was prior not an egg cutter, but uh, cut, cut them things open. Day fifty five, get them bad boys open. Actually, I do Zach's trick. Do you know Zach's trick? After the first one pips, cut right. the rest. That's, That's what I wait on. For the record, that's not Zach's trick. That's like an that's like a standard <laughs> in the hobby. <laughs> Just so you, know. you can see how much Zach's my boy. He's my ball yeah, yeah. guy. Zach's yeah. invention is let what well, I'm just kidding. Uh, all right, here we go. Steak or fish? Uh steak. Yay alcohol or boo alcohol? I'm not much of an alcohol drinker. I drank all my 40s in my teenage years. That was Respect, it. bro. My very first alcohol experience was a 40 in old English. Oh, um, same thing, yeah. Remember the song, out. We're the 40 at? We're yeah. 40 at. Isn't there a song like that? We were talking about, we we're talking about my sister and how she kicked with a bunch of essays. I was like, I was, I remember I was 12 years old around these grown ass bald headed men and they handed me one. And I'm, and, and I remember the first couple of sips were like, wow, this isn't bad. And then I was like, oh my God. And like, they're all talking. I, I went to the side of my house and just poured it all out. And I was like, this is great. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, I'm done guys. Have a good night. And I went to bed. It was fucking nuts. Okay. But uh, I do have to say 
boo alcohol, especially to underage drinking. It caused for a lot of problems in my life, and and I would like to discourage kids from potentially doing just that. like cocaine. Alcohol ruins everything. Um, yeah, yeah. here we go. Moving forward, West Coast rap or East Coast rap? Dude, East Coast. I'm from New Jersey. Wow, favorite East Coast rapper of all time. I knew you'd ask me this, and so I was trying to think. Do you know how you have those friends of yours that music is like their hobby? They know the artists, they know the tracks, they know the underground stuff. I was never that. So I always went with the popular people on radio. I'm just going to say 50 Cent. I loved 50 That's Cent back bad. in the day. 50 hard as but fun. some of my underground um, music hobby people like you are, they started turning me on in my teenage years to like some underground rap and stuff that you wouldn't hear on the radio. And I was like, dude, this is tight. Like, and I began to listen to that stuff a little bit. But little word association. First thing to come to mind. First time leopard gecko breeder. Um, calcium and humidity, two most important things that go wrong. Lemon frost hater. Oh, lemon frost hater. Hear me out. Let me explain my side of the story. The biggest lemon frost hater. <laughs> You're dirty, dude. That's dirty. That is dirty. That is a hot seat. I never felt any more nervous about a hot seat. Dude, the biggest? Waiting. Okay, you know what? There's a lot of them, but one sticks out as, as difficult as Seth is, as difficult as Seth is, even though he's told me he's purposely gonna troll me, the worst person that I've probably ever dealt with and I love you, buddy. Please don't take this the wrong way. I love how he says Is a guy named Adam. Adam who? Gosh, you really want to go into it, huh? You, got, you can't be disrespecting the people who don't know. Like, we just want to know. Like, hello. Like, are you, you're, only, you're only catering to the people who know. That's not fair. What about me and, and the other people? Like, I'm going to cave. I'm going to cave to peer pressure. I'm sorry, Adam Olin. I, I love you, brother. I oh, love you. Guy. I wish nothing but the is best for you. Go support him. There was a he's, I think he was here. I think he was in the he chat. He was here. He was here. And wow. he was nice. He's Dude, normally not respect. nice. He was nice. Respect. I got to give him credit for that. He was nice. I love you know? that. Love, I love that. I love, love Adam. I hope we can be friends, bro. I'm glad I, I'm glad I asked that. That's great. <laughs> okay, here we go. Instagram trolls. Um... I was going to say, make me more popular, but that's not always the case. You know that that's, that's kind of a cop-out answer. Instagram trolls, all publicity is not always good publicity. So Instagram trolls, I wish it didn't exist, but it does. Number one, Ball Python Project. Oh, gosh. Because, you know, I just dumped 50K into Puzzle, but I still love Clown. <laughs> more than puzzle in a way however i invested in puzzle because of the process this invested in puzzle mj i wanted to be at the forefront of a growing project that was the reason i invested in puzzle but i currently kind of like clown a little bit more right now but i think puzzle i don't know if you saw any of my puzzle stuff but we have like banana mojave yellow belly fluff puzzles that we're starting to make those are competitors against clown for sure because puzzle has a very wonky cryptic interesting pattern and i think it's only going to go up the only thing that clown has over puzzle is that clown is a pattern and color enhancer 
and puzzle is just a pattern enhancer. It doesn't alter the color, and that's the main uh, hurdle right now with puzzle. By the way, you're on you're on uh, you're on track of having the most longest hot seat question. <laughs> Dude, you didn't tell me to shut up. You normally tell people. Fine, bro, this is you normally tell people to to cut it. No, I'm letting, I'm letting you do your thing, man. But here we go. Last last but not least, if you had to delete one leopard gecko i guess they're morphs right are they morphs or locale they're morphs yeah i thought you were gonna say breeder i was like no, don't no, tell no, no. don't put me you already know who that is seth i'm just kidding no that was, that was a joke um if you had to delete one leopard yeah, gecko leopard morph gecko. out of the fucking out of the category forever what would be that one leopard gecko morph you would delete forever okay let me see there's hypo there's super hypo there's enigma there's lemon frost there's uh eclipse NDBE, Marble Eye. Um, Take uh, your time. There's, <laughs> there, there's white and yellow. Oh, gosh. Dang it. That's a tough question, man. Uh, you, there's snow. There's max snow. There's gem snow. There's tons Nobody snow. said these were cool down questions, okay? these, these they're, You're supposed to be hot and bothered a little bit. You know what? Um. <laughs> Just say it, man. Lemon Frost. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Enigma and Lemon. You're right. Enigma and Lemon Frost are the two most controversial animals because none of us like to see an animal suffer, right? And I'll tell you this. A good Lemon Frost and a good Enigma, ones that are low expression, they're perfectly fine. But the problem is the bad ones are really, really bad and sad to see. You know what I mean? So right. you know what? I'm going to put the heat on myself. I'm not going to put it on anybody else who's who's trying to clean up Enigma even though they've been trying to clean it up for 15 years, I'm going to say lemon frost, you know, Let, let's just do it. I, I don't want to put the pressure on somebody else to, you know, dude, wait, wait aren't you still working with lemon frost? I'm confused. I'm not breeding it anymore. Oh, I'm just done. observing oh, it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. You're an observer. Well, okay. I'm I have 60 that. to 70 of them that I'm observing. And what the doctor recommended is if certain lines prove out for five years to show no issues, those might be the the geckos that you might want to try breeding at that point. And so that's kind of been my goal since the start. Look for the geckos that express less and try to continue outcrossing those and see if there's anything to work with there. Or just purely document the hobby what happens so people don't need to be um, think what happens if I was to outcross Lemon Frost. They would know from my documentation. So that's been two of my goals with Lemon Frost. Create a solution. Longest ever, longest ever answers, right? Longer than JP. That's something. That's saying something. <laughs> but here's the thing: is like JP. After a while, like I, I want. It's like it's like hearing an Elmo talk for, and I'm just like, dude, stop. I'm. I honestly, this was the most geeked out gecko episode I've ever had. Like we really tapped into some serious topics and as much as it's yeah, like yeah. as much as we talked about shit that all the bigger people rather dance around well too much too fucking bad we fucking drugged our feet all up in this shit and we put the mud <laughs> and who cares this is dude it's this real live topic shit so listen we had just shy of 80 people tapped in tonight wow. what do you have to say to all your supporters everyone writing for you out there frank what do you have to say to all your loved ones i love that so much you know the most followers i see on my live streams which shout out i do a live stream every monday night on my channel 
And then I bring guests on Friday night as well not to compete with anybody else. But every Monday night, you got me. And the most people that I ever see is 40 on there. So the fact that we got 80 people from a snake primary channel, well, you're not primary snake anymore. Sunday's dedicated to geckos, but that you're kind of known for snakes more than you're known for geckos, even though you're coming up in the gecko world for being known for that. I know I'm rarely really now. Sir, sir, sir it's, anyway. it's the monitor world I'm coming up in. Thank you very much. Okay, monitor world, the green tree world. Bro, you're doing a lot. And I like what you got back there. But thank you. If you guys want to tune in and ask me questions live on Monday nights, uh, come over to our channel, Geeky Gecko Creations. I like to talk openly as much as possible. I've been trying not to mention anybody by specific names on my channel, but I'm on MJ's channel and he brought it out of me. And so I can tell you on my channel, I, I, it's my goal to no longer name drop because I was name dropping before certain things and events and stuff in the past. But I just feel like that was kind of holding people back from fully feeling comfortable to be on my channel and comfortability. You know what I mean? Comfortability. Oh, Totally, bro. I, I, honestly, I feel that vibe, man. I think the names we should leave out. But what do you have to say to Seth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm already regretting it, I'm dude. I'm... Listen, you're good, bro. Have a good night. That's a wrap. And guess what? We are going to talk soon, Frank. I want to. I want to collaborate with you and, and and bring some other epic leopard gecko breeders onto the show. We have a little bit of a, a powwow with all of us. Okay. Uh, okay. But the, last hey, thing, I'm yeah. sorry. I know you told me to give my last thought, and and you're I just good. cut you're you good. off. Leopard geckos is not dead. Content has lacked for leopard geckos over the last 10 years, but there are new people starting to show that we have new mutations to work with. We didn't even get to talk about in this episode. We have new combos. There's always new lines and better projects to enhance current lines that you could always work. And I think with us teaming together and promoting leopard geckos together and not apart, I think we could see leopard geckos on the rise more and more and more. That's my closing. Hey, thank you so much, Frank. I honestly am inspired by your passion. Um, and I'll see you at the top. That's a wrap for Frank Geeky Gecko Creations, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you, dude. I appreciate it. Hey, thank you, man. We'll be in touch. I appreciate you, Frank. Have a good Bye, brother. Have a good night. Later. Bye. Damn, guys. Nobody told me this guy was that geeky. That was fucking epic. I got, I'm not going to lie. That was iconic. Thank you for everyone who tapped in. Um, oof, Patreon members, I love Patreon members, you know, we normally have our Trap Talk Patreon after party on Zoom. We're going to push that back to next Sunday, and I'm going to set something up special for next Sunday. So no Trap Talk Zoom session Patreon members tonight. Um, I'll make that up next week. But if this was your first time tapping in, do your boy a favor, hit that subscribe button, hit that like ready for any channel drop a comment in the comment section let me know what you liked best i still am giving out stickers okay tomorrow i'm sending out over like 20 stickers if you want a trap talk sticker drop a comment okay in the comment section drop a comment in the comment section not in the live chats um be ready for tomorrow there's a very special new breed on the block series um lined up for tomorrow somebody who man i gotta tell you other than them supporting me, and I'm loving that, I just love seeing the support that these two have given the industry, aka the hobby, uh, all, all around. It's just been beautiful, and I'm so happy to finally bring them to the podcast tomorrow for New Breed on the Block series. We have Josh and Michelle from Mosh Balls coming tomorrow, 6 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Make sure you go down to the link, set your reminder, 
Cannot wait to tap in with these two and really talk about some of the growth that they've done um, over the last few years. So thank you again for all the love and support, guys. Make sure you go give me a follow on Instagram, TrapGod619, um, and appreciate all the love and support. Frank, thank you so much. This was a great episode. Uh, again, Patreon members, I'm sorry, but next week it's going down. Don't even trip. I love you guys all, and I'll see you guys here tomorrow, and I'm out. Cheers!